The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. 888-900-3393. It is Pat Gray Unleashed. Just a, a another amazing day on on the sexual harassment front. Jeez. <laughs> it's just like a... Where does this end? It's a box of chocolates. You uh, never know what you're going to get. <laughs> but you always know you're going to get something. This is a <laughs> uh, never-ending box of chocolates. <laughs> wow. Honestly, you know, people, you might not believe it. But while I was watching the Thanksgiving parade, mm-hmm. which was hosted by Matt Lauer and uh, Savannah Guthrie, because Charlie Rose had just been fired, Charlie Rose does the morning show on CBS. I thought, I, thought, I wonder if this morning show guy has done anything in his past where people are going to start accusing him. <laughs> Five days later, he's out of a job. Pretty good job, too. He, it paid him $26 million a year. So, hopefully he saved some of that. <laughs> yeah. Is I don't know. Do you have a career of any kind after this? I, I doesn't seem like you're you know going what? to. You know what? I would have said no <laughs> three weeks ago. Yeah. But now there are so many people falling into this net. I know. I mean, you wonder. Shush. You can't think that that many people are going to be gone forever, right? They said, NBC said, that this woman came to them late Monday night. By Wednesday morning, he's not on the air anymore. So they, you couldn't have investigated. Either you have actual physical proof of whatever he's accused of, or he admitted to it, mm-hmm. right? Or the third option is, this just isn't America anymore. And just an accusation is enough to ruin people. And if that's the case, wow, are we in trouble because no one's safe and nobody's job is safe. Any, you know, anybody who's disliked in any job could be accused of this. Uh, so you hope, I mean, in this instance, you just really hope it's true because guy just had his, his career taken from him. And it was a pretty good career. He was number one for probably, I would say, 15 of those 20 years at the Today Show. And Savannah Guthrie was, I mean, she was all choked up about it. They, here's what happened when they made the announcement today. This is a sad morning here at Today and at NBC News. Just moments ago, NBC News chairman Andy Lack sent the following note to our organization. Dear colleagues, on Monday night, we received a detailed complaint from a colleague about inappropriate sexual behavior in the workplace by Matt Lauer. It represented, after serious review, a clear violation of our company's standards. As a result, we have decided to terminate his employment. While it is the first complaint about his behavior in the over 20 years he has been at NBC News, we were also... Did you catch that? While it is the first claim we've ever gotten in his 20-year history. (laughs) Okay. Um, Again, three choices. They have hardcore evidence. He admitted to it. Or 
this isn't America anymore. Presented with reason to believe this may not have been an isolated incident. Our highest priority is to create a workplace environment where everyone feels safe and protected and to ensure that any actions that run counter to our core values are met with consequences no matter who the offender. Yeah, we want to, we're trying to create an environment here where everybody feels safe and protected except every man in our business. You're not safe and you're not protected. And just know that if anybody says anything about you, bye-bye. You're gone. Just that quickly. Yeah. Uh, She continued uh, with Hoda, who joined her at the desk. You know, for the moment, all we can say is that we are heartbroken. I'm heartbroken for Matt. He is my dear, dear friend and my partner. And he is beloved by many, many people here. And I'm heartbroken for the brave colleague who came forward to tell her story. So you're... Okay, your dear, dear friend, you're just assuming, because she says she doesn't have the information. So she's just obviously assuming that her dear, dear friend is guilty. Because the the brave, the courageous colleague who came forward is apparently right. He's gone, right? And you're just admitting that whatever relationship you have with Matt Lauer is completely out the window because you believe her. Isn't that kind of what you And any just other said? women who have their own stories to tell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we are grappling with a dilemma that so many people have faced these past few weeks. How do you reconcile your love for someone with the revelation that they have behaved badly? Mm-hmm. And I don't know the answer to that. But I do know... That- is it a revelation or is it an accusation? I mean, something... To be a revelation, it, it kind of has to be true. So... Uh, we don't know that it is yet. Wow, but right, yeah, this is interesting. This word choice. Uh huh. So she does either believe she believes what's being said. Yeah, something either like you said. At the Otherwise, beginning, you're not conflicted at all. He's he, a dirt bag, and he wasn't who I thought he was. And bye bye. He's either admitted it, like yeah. you said, or they have damning evidence. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think. This reckoning that so many organizations have been going through is mm-hmm. important. It's long overdue. Yeah. And it must result in workplaces where all women, all people, mm-hmm. feel safe and respected. Mm-hmm. As painful as it is this moment in our culture and this change had to happen. Yeah, it did. This is a, a very mm-hmm. tough morning for both of us. Um, I've known Matt for 15 years, and I've loved him as a friend and as a colleague. And again, just like you were saying, Savannah, it's hard to reconcile what we are hearing with the man who we know, who walks in this uh, building every single day. Mm. We were both woken up with the news kind of pre-dawn, and we're trying to process it and trying to make sense of it, and it'll take some time. Yeah, probably will take some time. Uh, although they already seem to believe the accusation, so whatever. But And I will say, there's strong rumors now circulating that there's a lot more to Matt Lauer, and he may be one of the worst... Uh, uh, practitioners of sexual harassment of any that we've heard of so far. That's one of the things that we've heard in in the amount of time since we got the initial announcement. And I don't know if people are just putting that information out there to solidify their position without any real evidence of any of this. I don't know. Who knows? It's just the, the whole thing is happening so fast and so f- with such finality that... Mm-hmm. You just, I mean, it leaves your head swimming. It's its unbelievable. Kind of interesting, when you look back at, at the Matt Lauer, Bill O'Reilly interview, right after Bill O'Reilly was fired, he, he showed up on, on the Today Show and 
Lauer did an interview with him, and here's here's what he said to O'Reilly. So did you provide Fox News any evidence, any information that you think could have changed their mind as to what you were guilty or not guilty of? First of all, what a strange question. Did I present evidence to Fox News? No, that's not how it works, Matt. I don't have to prove a negative that I'm not guilty. You can't prove a negative. How do I prove that? How do I prove a negative that I did not do this? The onus is on them to prove I did do it. You're innocent Mm. until proven guilty, not guilty until proven innocent. I mean, Bill O'Reilly didn't have to provide any evidence. So immediately, that's just a strange way to start the interview. My legal team was very aggressive in putting forth our point of view. Mm -hmm. And that's all I'm going to say about it. You, uh, I want to put this in perspective timing wise. You Please were do. fired about 10 months after Roger Ailes was let go Correct. by the network over allegations of sexual harassment. So the network understood the subject matter. You were probably the last guy in the world that they wanted to fire because you were the guy that the ratings and the revenues were built on. You carried that network on your shoulders for a lot of years. So doesn't it seem safe to assume that the people at Fox News were given a piece of information or given some evidence that simply made it impossible for you to stay on at Fox News? That's a false assumption. Mm. There were a lot of other business things in play at that time and still today um, that 21st century was involved with. And it was a business decision that they made. But there isn't any. Um, but you don't let your number one like guy that. go sure you unless do. you have that's information true. that you think makes him. That's not true. Wow, that's interesting. But you don't let your number one guy go, speaking as NBC's <laughs> number one guy, without pretty good information. That's tasty. <laughs> Maybe that tells us everything we need to know. Maybe uh-huh. they, they must have. Because, I mean, while Bill uh, denied that, it is true that. When you've got somebody like Matt Lauer, you don't want to fire him because they're bringing you ratings and thus they're bringing you revenue. And that's why they're willing to pay him $26 million a year. So you don't fire your number one guy without some pretty strong evidence. Interesting. Yeah. And you you wouldn't seem to say that phrase if you have all of these things in your in your past. Would you? If you know... If you know when you're in your own heart that you've been acting the same way Bill O'Reilly's been accused, um, maybe you don't even ask that question. Or maybe, maybe you don't handle it that way. Maybe you're such a leftist and you have a conservative in your crosshairs that you just put that aside yeah. and go for the kill. Boy, the hypocrisy involved there is pretty pretty astounding, isn't it? Yeah, apparently. Hmm. So uh, there's the Matt Lauer thing. There's also... More accusers of John Conyers. On, the underwear congressman? Yeah. The report from another staffer is that almost everybody saw him in his underwear. That's <laughs> that's how often he's done this. Almost every, oh, yeah, please. That's nothing. Uh, everybody's seen John Conyers in his underwear. Come on now. <laughs> oh, okay. And from Cokie Roberts, here's what she said about the situation with Conyers. The fact that people are willing to be public can change things. I mean, we all talked about for years. A little bit at a time. Well, you know, don't get in the elevator with him. You know, and the whole, every female in the press corps knew that, right? Don't get in the elevator with him. Now people are saying it out loud. And I think that does make it. That is a change. That's good. And so you just keep it quiet? That is 
fascinating. Isn't it? Everybody, everybody in the press corps knew you don't get into the elevator alone with John Conyers. And so this guy's been elected 27 times. He has served 27 terms in Congress, 54 years. And the press corps knew that he's a dirtbag doing this to women, a habitual, serial, sexual harasser. And they knew. Wow. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. 888-933-93. You want to be prepared for pretty much any eventuality. That's why we've talked to you about uh, food preparation, <clears throat> having storage of food for at least three days and maybe up to a year or more. And you also want to be prepared to communicate with loved ones if anything happens. Go Teta Mesh powers the first 100% off-grid mobile long-range consumer-ready mesh network, which means you can send texts or you could send your GPS location without the aid of a cell tower or a routers or satellites. Just an amazing device. And it's so convenient and lightweight. And you don't even know you've got it in your hand almost. It's so light. It's four ounces. Uh, you, c- you clip it on your belt or put it in your pocket. And then if anything happens where cell service goes down, a hurricane, wildfires, things like what happened in Las Vegas then you've got the ability to still communicate with loved ones. And that's invaluable. You just pair the device with your phone using the GoTenna app, or you can leave it unpaired in locations to relay communications from one device to another. Right now, when you go to GoTenna.com, that's G-O-T-E-N-N-A.com, use the promo code PAT15, and you'll get 15% off your order of two, four, or eight packs. Create a pop-up mesh network anytime anywhere and your network won't go dark when the infrastructure fails so don't wait until you need it to act visit gotenna.com today save 15 percent with promo code pat 15 that's gotenna.com pat gray unleashed returns after this on the blaze radio network So I guess women cannot lie. It's impossible. So you you just, like Hillary, I think we've adopted the Hillary theory that women have a right, they have a right to be believed. Unless they accuse Bill Clinton. Yeah, then, oh uh, yeah, right, of course. Mm-hmm. Other than that, okay. one exception, they have a right to be believed. Now, I think her... Her thought process when she was in the White House as First Lady was women have a right to be destroyed when they make an accusation. And now it's a little different than that. They are supposed to be believed. So uh, have it help you if you're accused because you're probably not going to be long for your job. It's the end of your career. You know, if you're guilty, you deserve that anyway. If you're not, there's a lot of injustices that are being done all over this country right now. But I wish the president would stay out of this fray. He brought up the 
He brought up the Matt Lauer thing, and every time he does that, the left is going to hammer him with, you've got your own accusations to deal with. All the What about all the women who accused you? So it'd be nice if you just, you know, maybe stay on the sidelines for this discussion, perhaps. It's just a suggestion. I don't know. <clears throat> but what do I know? Pretty much nothing. There's also another Democrat um, who is explaining why a settlement was made with taxpayer money to quell accusations against his office by a former employee. So it's interesting that as taxpayers, as the employers of these people, we don't know about these settlements. Interesting. Washington Examiner unearthed the accusations against Arizona Democrat Representative Raul Grijalva by a former staffer who was paid a severance package. (laughs) (laughs) She'd been there for a couple of months, and she got a severance package of $48,000. That's a long time there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's a good place to work. Yeah, you want to reward the loyal employees who've been there for... How many? For Three? two months. Two months. Two mm-hmm. months. Okay. The staffer threatened to sue the congressman for creating a hostile work environment because he was frequently drunk. That's that's good to hear about our representatives as well. You like to hear that about a guy who is making U.S. law. I love that. Hmm. Was that part of the $17 million congressional slush fund? No. That's not even part of that. The settlement had to do with the recently reported... million of settlements reached through the Office of Compliance to hide these accusations. And it was our money that they paid them with. And then we we don't even hear about this until well after the event. Wow. By the way, a new change research poll (coughs) shows that GOP candidate Roy Moore was losing ground in the election for the uh, Senate seat, well, now he's he's gained back that ground and then some. This poll showed Roy Moore up before all the allegations up by four points. Then he fell behind the, the his Democratic opponent by three points. So that was a seven-point swing. And now he regained a five-point lead. So he's made up everything and more. That's an eight-point swing in just a, a few days. I think people are just sick of hearing about it. And they're like, oh, okay, I, I, no matter what. He could be a serial killer. I'm not voting for the Democrat. <laughs> okay? I don't know if he's cutting the heads off of uh, children. I, I can't vote for a Democrat. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. So uh, he's up by quite a bit. Katie Couric in 2012 said about Matt Lauer, Matt Lauer pinches me on the ass a lot. That's a direct quote. (laughs) Matt Lauer, quote, pinches me on the ass a lot. Okie dokie. In 2012, she said that. Uh, Interesting. It was during an appearance on Andy Cohen's show, Watch What Happens Live. Cohen asked uh, Katie Couric what colleague Matt Lauer's most annoying habit was. Wow. Oh, boy. And she told him that the most grating part of working with her is uh, with her Good Morning America co-host of over a decade. It wasn't Good Morning America. It was the Today Show. Today Show. Yeah. That's weird. That's I couldn't a... even get that the name of their show right. Wow. But anyway, she said the most grating part of working with him was that, yes, he pinches me on the ass a lot. 
All right. Okay, so then. So there's that. <laughs> Maybe we should have paid attention to that, I don't know, five years ago. In TMZ's words, Couric's answer came and went with no attention. I don't even remember it. I, I've never heard that. Can when, I get a follow-up, please? That's usually something we would have taken notice of. Um, but I guess everybody's thinking, well, okay, they're good, close, personal friends, and he pinches her butt. Whatever. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. I guess. Yeah, all right. You know, it's a, it's in a different light now. The, the spotlight is a little brighter <laughs> on things like this. According to a memo to employees written by NBC News chairman and Andrew Lack, the network fired him because of the detailed complaint from this colleague alleging inappropriate sexual behavior in the workplace. Uh, interesting uh, comment. While it is the first complaint about his behavior in the over 20 years he's been at NBC News, that's something else, we were presented with reason to believe this may not have been an isolated incident. Uh, we've since heard a rumor that it involved some sort of assault what? at uh, the Rio-Brazil Games. Oh, yes. Right. The Olympic Games. I did mention that earlier. Mm-hmm. Which were in 2016. And again, you know, why are we just hearing about this now? And we'll probably hear from women who tell us why. Uh, it's hard. Um, it's unclear whether any of those women or any others for that matter, ever lodged formal complaints with NBC because I think it is clear they didn't. Um, What is clear, though, is that the downfall of Harvey Weinstein has seriously altered the way these things are handled and the repercussions. As it's also possible that uh, Katie Couric was offering, you know, just a sort of a wry anecdote uh, to, to laugh at or make fun of, and, you know, didn't really take that seriously, didn't really mean it seriously, uh, I don't know. Um, but uh, it sounds like that annoying habit is now being taken seriously, because <laughs> uh, Matt, Matt habit. wasn't on the show today. That's a strange habit to have. Yeah, it I'll is. Say. It is. Well, it's like uh, the comedian who said, yeah, the, oh, Andy Dick, yeah, licking people's faces. That's my thing. Yeah, I do that a lot. That's my thing. That's no, I, Andy, that can't be your thing. Okay? No, that's not a thing to do. I want a thing. I just want a thing. I don't have to be sexual. I don't just have to be licking faces. something that you're known for. I need a thing. Like, like, what am I known for? Other than just being my general annoying self around here. I think that's about all you're known for. <laughs> okay. Well, you're an Atlanta Falcons fan. Everybody yeah, knows you for that. Yeah. Nebraska Cornhuskers. You need a thing. I need something that I do regularly that just uh, specifically. Hey, I know. What that? about licking people's faces? See, I'm not going to no? do that. You're not going to do I'm that. Not into okay, well, that's good. People's that's faces. good. I mean, even if you were sort of attracted to that, <laughs> yeah. it's such an icky thing that you. <laughs> right? Ick. Why would you, Why would you lick want to do that? Out in public and just what? I uh, know. Very. Come on, man. Very weird. Okay, so I'm not going to do the licking. Okay. Well, we'll we'll, th- we'll put some something. thought to it and see if we can come up with a Please you know do. a thing because I want a thing for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <God>. Whatever. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, more strangeness in the Rand Paul situation, which is I mentioned on Glenn's show that I filled in for today. Uh, he still he still won't say what prompted his neighbor's attack, and he knows because he said so. That's weird. He said, "I never." 
I never saw him. I never had a conversation with him. In fact, the weird thing is, I haven't talked to him in 10 years. But he said, after that, he said, after my ribs were broken, then he said things to me to try to indicate why he was unhappy. Well, okay, then he did tell you why. And there you have it. There you have it. So he knows why the guy attacked him. The guy told him. How weird is it that he won't say what it is? I'm telling you. There's something does it big mean, here. Does it mean there's a woman involved? Does it mean... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, you're led to speculate. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't know. I mm-hmm. hope it's not over a woman. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't understand why he won't say what it is. Maybe Rand Paul's got a thing. <laughs> Maybe I mean, we he don't does. Know. <laughs> Maybe he's got a thing. 888 <sighs> More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. returns details starting to trickle in a little bit about this situation with matt lauer who allegedly sexually assaulted a female nbc staffer uh not during rio during the sochi winter games in russia in 2014 uh an nbc insider said lauer's alleged victim complained to hr on monday interesting why Monday. It was it's almost four years later now. This happened so quickly. She didn't go to the media. She made a complaint to NBC's human resources. And her evidence was so compelling that Matt was fired on Tuesday night. Wow. The victim says she has evidence that this has also happened to other women, but so far we don't have evidence of that. Another source says that the decision to fire Lauer was made late Tuesday night by uh, Chairman Andy Lack. And it comes amid rumors that several news outlets were working on stories about Matt Lauer's alleged sexual misconduct. Sheesh. Reporters for the New York Times have been investigating Lauer for several weeks. According to CNN, Lauer's co-anchor Savannah Guthrie made the announcement this morning, as we showed you. Um, said on Monday, on Monday night, we received a detailed complaint from a colleague about inappropriate sexual behavior in the workplace by Matt Lauer. It was represented after serious review, a clear violation of our company's standards. As a result, we've decided to terminate his employment. That's, that's a statement from Lack. Um, our highest priority, I like this, is to create a workplace where everyone feels safe and protected. Well, not the men. I mean, you know, because if you are accused of anything, you're just immediately gone. Although they do say they have compelling evidence. So, again, you know, maybe, maybe he should be. Um, 
So Guthrie was vi- visibly shaken. She does seem she seemed pretty sincere that they're you know they're dear dear friends that she respects and loves him. And Hoda Kotb basically said the same thing. And it's pretty amazing that they just learned right before they go on the air, and then they have to go on the air and talk about it about their own coworker, their their close friend. Also, on Megyn Kelly today, um, she delivered a personal statement about the allegations as well. She said, this one does hit close to home. I, too, have known Matt for a long time, and he's been a friend and kind and supportive to me in my transition to NBC News. And I see the anguish on my colleagues' faces. But when this happens... What we don't see is the pain on the faces of those who found the courage to come forward, and it's a terrifying thing to do. I've been at another news channel where this happened, as you know, and my experience is a news organization is bigger than any one person. They all face challenges, they all stumble, but the good ones stay standing and forge forward, fulfilling their core mission, journalism. Hmm. So, uh, who's next? If you had to guess, who would you think is is next in this uh, this merry-go-round of sexual harassment? I mean, it could yeah, this could take just about everybody out of television news, and it's it'll be interesting to sit back and watch. Um, apparently, Lauer's wife Annette. Famously, although I'm, I'm not familiar with it, filed for divorce in, 26, in 2006. They've been married since, what, 1998? Yeah. I think we looked that up earlier. Yep. He was married to Annette in 1998. Correct. In 2006, she accused him of cruel and inhumane behavior, but withdrew the filing a month later after they reached a private agreement. Oh. That's interesting. Very. They ostensibly live separate lives. She lives full-time in the Hamptons with their children while Matt resides in the city during the week and has obviously <laughs> some fun with chicks in the workplace. I think we're getting a clear Barely. picture here. Wow, that's interesting. <laughs> okay. That kind of lends credibility to the whole thing, doesn't it? Mm. That she filed for divorce in 2006. I hadn't heard that. I, I just kind of thought that maybe they were happily married. I guess not. Uh, so... Yeah, the the as the information trickles in, it it does look bad for Matt Lauer, and because of that, who's ever going to hire him again? The guy that made twenty six million dollars a year, you say, ah, he doesn't need any more money. You know, a lot of times they spend it just as fast as they make it. It'll be, you know, maybe he saved it all, and he's not going to have to work again. But uh, for his sake, you hope so because he's not going to be hired by anybody else. Just uh, un- uh, unbelievable the speed with which this is happening and with which people are going, you know, away. <laughs> Just all of a sudden, bye-bye, there's another one. Uh, and we were talking about the Rand Paul attack r- right before the break. Um, and it, it listening to, listen very careful, carefully to the statement that Rand Paul made yesterday about the attack and what the guy said to him afterwards. Here's Rand Paul. Do you have any idea what was in his head? Well, I didn't before the attack because we'd had no conversation. Um, After my ribs were broken, then he said, 
things to me to try to indicate where he was unhappy. But I think the, um, I guess to me the bottom line is it isn't so important if, if someone mugs you, is it really justified for any reason? And so I think the more people belabored, oh, well, was it about yard clipping? Was it because he hates Donald Trump? Does he, he hates you because you oppose Obamacare? You don't really know what's in someone's mind. And well, yes, you so do, because he told you. It may have some relevance, but for the most part, the real question should be, are you allowed to attack someone from behind in their yard when they're out mowing their grass? Oh, come, come on. Uh, that's not the real question because the answer is way too obvious. Mm. Mm-hmm. A two-year-old who can talk would tell you, no, that's not appropriate. That's not the question because everybody knows it's not appropriate to physically assault anyone for any reason. Except for defending your own life or your family's. <laughs> really strange. He's, yeah. asked, he's asked if he knew the motivation. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't before. Well, that's not the question. You knew after. Afterwards, I did because he tried to explain why he was unhappy. <laughs> after my ribs were broken. And then after that, he says, but I, I, I don't know what's in people's head. Yes, you do because he just told you. Yeah, in fact, uh, someone on the Twitters, uh, Gene Barrowman, said that uh, maybe Rand Paul is not allowed to talk until the attacker is prosecuted. Okay, well, then Rand Paul needs to say that. Just say that. Yeah, that's right. Say, look, I I don't want to get into it. He did tell me some things, but until this thing is fully prosecuted, I just want to just lay low on that one. Yeah, acting coy about it, like, I don't know what's in people's head. Well, you just told us he told you what's in his head. But if you can't say it, tell us that. I can't say because there's litigation pending. Whatever. Uh, it's very strange. 888 um, According to the Wall Street Journal this Sunday, some churchgoers may choose to pack guns with their Bibles. Uh, they tell the story that uh, every Sunday, Reverend Council Ned II an Anglican rector put on his collar and robes to offer mass at his central Pennsylvania church. Now he's considering wearing something else with his religious vestments, his handgun. He said, weapons don't belong in church, but as a bishop, I have the responsibility to protect the flock. Dr. Ned said he didn't bring his weapon to church this Sunday, but plans to do that in the future. Uh, Tommy Barker, who attends Christ Lutheran Church of Elm Creek in Seguin, Texas, about 15 miles north of Sutherland Springs, said her husband didn't have the firearm he's licensed to carry on him last Sunday when their church was locked down following the shooting at the nearby First Baptist Church, but she said he planned to have it with him uh, from then on. And really, you know, a, a church is a really easy target for these people because they know that most people aren't packing heat. Because the perception there is, well, you're a church. You can't carry a gun into a church. Houses of worship are, uh, worship are among the softest of soft targets with inherent missions and traditions emphasizing peace and welcoming. But when somebody comes in and they want to destroy that mission, it's pretty easy for them. Again, this is why they go to the so-called no-gun zones. Because they know nobody has a gun there, and they they can't be challenged. Um, 
He said, Ken Paxton, the Texas Attorney General, said another shooting is going to happen again. So we need people in churches, either professional security or at least arming some of the parishioners. And of course, when you say that, the leftists all go crazy. Are you going to pack heat at the house of Jesus? <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> okay? Yeah, I am. Yeah, God gave me a thing called common sense. Right. I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and exercise that today. <laughs> right. God helps those who help themselves. And and that's really part of the plan, too. We're supposed to use our own noodles and do what we can when we can do it. And then he does what we can't do. He takes us the rest of the way. So uh, it, it's silly to yell and scream about guns in Jesus's house because apparently it's a pretty good idea to be prepared. Meanwhile, Zero Hedge says mainstream media is now promoting gun confiscation order, orders as the solution to these mass shootings. In what many saw coming a mile away in the after, aftermath of both Las Vegas massacre and the Texas church mass shooting, Liberals and the government, with the help of their mainstream media allies, are now pushing what amounts to plans for gun confiscation outside of normal law for Americans across the country. The new push for gun control comes from uh, ABC News, which recently published a piece promoting the use of an extreme risk protection order, ERPO, that many believe is nothing more than a thinly veiled confiscation plan that would allow a judge to issue an ex parte order for the direct confiscation of an American citizen's firearms. Wow. Unbelievably, the order can actually be issued without the firearm owner even being present, which in turn, with uh, police at the citizen's door demanding he hand over his weapons or face violence from the state. Uh, There's also, in... I believe it's Hawaii. Uh, police sent out an order that if you have a handgun, Hawaiian police sent medical marijuana users a letter ordering them to, quote, voluntarily surrender, unquote, their firearms and ammunition. Wait, did you say ordering them to voluntarily them, yes. surrender? Right. Okay. Uh, the answer is um, no. I'm not going to do that. But I don't know what they'll do about it if you say that in Hawaii. According to federal law, patients who use medical marijuana are not allowed to own a gun. Really? Federal law applies even in states that allow the medicinal or recreational use of the drug. The letter signed by Honolulu Peace. Uh, Police Chief Susan Ballard says those notified have 30 days from receipt to transfer ownership or turn in their weapons to the police. It's as if they're addicted to it. Unbelievable. You have to be addicted to it. To marijuana? Yeah, prove. Prove that I'm addicted to it before you come and take my guns. And yet they sent it to all the medical marijuana right. users and said, hey, um, turn in your guns so voluntarily. In other words, the law may or may not be intrusive on its own, but they're just even disregarding that. They are. Oh, boy. She's not getting, good. It's getting a little scary. Yeah. A little scary. Uh, if your house is sealed up for the winter, you know, that might sound good and kind of comfy and cozy and warm, unless your indoor air quality is really bad with mold flying around, pet dander, pollen. And when you kick on your furnace, if that's the case, 
and your air filter hasn't been changed in quite a while, all that dust and pollen and mold just blows all over your house. But there's a great solution. It's called filterby.com. You don't have to go to the store. You just do all this from the comfort of your home. It's really easy. Go to filterby.com, search by size, the brand name, or Merv rating. If you have a weird size filter, that's no problem. They'll literally make one just for you. And then they ship the filter to you free in 24 hours. Free shipping. All the filters are made right here in the USA. So when you set up auto delivery with them, first of all, that's really convenient. You don't have to worry about, okay, is it time to change the filters again? You'll know that because they showed up at your door. And you never have to think about it again. Go to filterby.com today. Get the best price on top quality filters made in America and shipped for free Within 24 hours. It's fast, it's inexpensive, and it's so easy. Filterby.com. That's filterby.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Megan Kelly had she's really been vocal about these sexual harassment things. Uh, you know, first of all, she said that Bill O'Reilly was a dear, dear friend and she loved him and you know, all of those things. And then she kind of turned on him, turned on Fox News, and she seems to have been NBCified a little bit. But here she is talking about the Matt Lauer firing this morning. This one does hit close to home. I, too, have known Matt for a long time, and he has been a friend and kind and supportive to me in my transition to NBC News. And I see the anguish on my colleagues' faces. But when this happens, what we don't see is the pain on the faces of those who found the courage to come forward. And it is a terrifying thing to do. We don't see the career opportunities women lose because of sexual harassment or the intense stress it causes a woman dealing with it when she comes to work each day. I am thinking of those women this morning and hoping they are okay. The days to come will not be easy. A final mm-hmm. note, I mm-hmm. have been at another news channel where this happened, as you know. Uh, I do know. And my experience is a news organization is bigger than any one person. Okay. They all face challenges. They all stumble. Yeah. But the good ones stay standing and forge forward, fulfilling their core mission, mm. journalism. It's kind of interesting, her transformation from Fox to NBC. Uh, I, I don't know if it's because of the difference in the audience, if it's the people she works with, but she seems to have changed, doesn't she? I mean, there seems to be a little bit of a transformation there. Spoken like but someone whose um, ratings are failing and you're trying to keep your employer happy. No? Uh, yes. Hmm. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. I don't, maybe. Maybe. She did not have the impact that everybody thought she'd have at one point. Because um, I think, you know, she made some mistakes, especially with the uh, the second Trump interview. And and then she was off the air for so long that the interest just kind of dies out. Which is why people make you sign um, 
non-compete clauses. And usually, like if you leave a place of business, you can't work for one of their competitors for six months, sometimes a year, sometimes even longer. And that's for the, so that there's a cooling off period. <laughs> so that because if you could just jump from one to the other, you can you can continue that momentum. Uh, but she didn't seem to have that momentum uh, when she went to uh, when she went to NBC. And so maybe that factors into it as well. Triple eight. Also, we've had this for a couple of days. This is a really strange occurrence, as is so often the case with Sheila Jackson Lee. There's a lot of strange occurrences where she's concerned. She did an interview on MSNBC, and they tried... I hope we have the part where, at the very beginning, do we have that, where they come up to her and she tells him to get away from her? I'm hoping. (laughs) One of the producers of, of the interview or of the segment comes up to her and is like... You got you got something on your nose. <laughs> She's bleeding. She's got a nosebleed. Uh. They try to fix it. Watch this. Here's Sheila. Now, Jackson. by Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee, Democrat from Texas and a member of the Congressional Black Caucus. Uh, Congresswoman, Get can away. you hear me? <laughs> yes. Good morning. That's it's good so to see great. you. Uh, you know, I, we, I want to pick up on what we just heard from Garrett, which is that uh, yes, <laughs> there, there is an ethics process, and we've heard that from a number of Democrats uh, regarding uh, both Al Franken and John Conyers. On the other g- hand, you're bleeding. Um, you're you're Mr. bleeding. President, Take to the Rose Garden, stand up and say to the American people that we're working together to end what may be a siege (laughs) and make this a watershed moment for positive action Mm -hmm. on ensuring quality workplaces and a a decent atmosphere Mm -hmm. for any woman to work or to rise up the ladder of success. I think that's the story that I'd like women to know. Uh, Congresswoman, uh, you you got a nosebleed right now. And I think the producer that you said, get away. Yeah. I was trying to help you with that. Thankfully, it dried on the spot, though. Um, I will say that if you're watching this eight-minute interview with this thing on her face. Oh, my gosh. It went on for eight minutes? Yeah. If you want to go to... And they um, never mentioned... Yeah, by no, the way, your nose is bleeding. No, you got something on your nose there. No, if you if you, if you you go to the Blaze app on your phone and you, and, you, and you take your little fingers and you zoom in, mm-hmm. you can see this thing in all of its full glory. It's right there the entire time. It's really... And it icky. couldn't happen to a nicer congresswoman. That's for sure. Ugh. She, by the way, the <laughs> yeah. same congresswoman. Yep. Who was touring NASA in Houston, which is where her district is. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was with a group of people showing them around. And she asked one of the NASA engineers, hey, by the way, is the, uh, is the U.S. flag, can you still see it on Mars? I'm sorry? <laughs> the U.S. flag on yeah. Mars. Is it, still, can you, is it still there or did anything happen to it? Did it blow away in a storm? Or? Congresswoman, we don't anticipate that. <laughs> <laughs> Congresswoman, we haven't been to Mars, okay? Uh, so, at least not with people. And there is no U.S. flag planted oh, one... on Mars. She was thinking, obviously, moon. Yeah. I mean, there is one on the moon, uh, but she believed that there was one on Mars as well, which just shows. Uh, why is she in Congress? And that was when the rover landed there, right? Like in the late 90s it or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and that was a big deal because that was, what, the first thing we had actually landed? Yeah. On that planet, so no, no one got a, got up there ahead of time with a flag. Uh, I, I had the uh, distinct pleasure of living in that woman's district. And oh, let that's me right. Tell you, oh, that's right. Yeah, oh, so good, so good to see her win mm. repeatedly with over seventy percent of the vote, and just look at the. No uh, matter what she did, 
no matter if she comp- yeah. accomplished anything, <laughs> no matter the dumb things that she did, she just automatically won every time. Well, it, she still does. So. The abject poverty in that district. Oh, it's terrible. And the way that she lives in complete luxury. Yeah. It's just, I mean, and she was the congresswoman, if I'm not mistaken, who would take the limousine two blocks in Washington, D.C. That's right. That's right. right. I mean, and she yeah. went to some royal uh, banquet or something that was happening in Houston and just completely showed up late and interrupted it and right. and, and messed with the royals. There. I mean, it's just the lady. I will no say this, sense. though, yeah. on her behalf. Okay, let's hear when this. We did, when we did the uh, Rally for America in Houston in, what, 2002? Okay. I think 2003, maybe. Yeah. Um, she she knew that was a conservative. There were like twenty thousand people there, mm-hmm. and she actually came to address the oh, address the that's crowd. Great. You mean after her staff hung up on me and rejected our invitation to begin with? Okay. Yeah, then she showed then up. She anyway. showed up after she realized how big the crowd was. Okay, got it. That was the woman. <laughs> that's the one. Yeah, it's it's that same person. So, Pat Gray unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. here on the blaze radio network welcome great to have you with us 888-900-3393 man it's it's been a wild ride ever since the harvey weinstein initial revelation that he's you know sexually harassing women and then it it became rape in some cases four or five or six women are, are claiming that Almost every actress in Hollywood has had a run-in, it seems, with Harvey Weinstein. And then one after another, uh, men all over the place and in virtually every business have been accused. And almost every time, and maybe every time, they've lost their job already. And I don't know that there, there's actually proof of any of the wrongdoing yet. I mean, they're just believing everybody who has a claim. And uh, Matt Lauer is the latest to go. Also, John Conyers in Congress is apparently a serial uh, harasser. I mean, there, there's one of his uh, former staffers who says that every... Oh, please. Uh, almost everybody on his staff has seen him in his underwear. <laughs> that should not be the case for your U.S. congressperson. You, you shouldn't have any idea what he looks like in only his underwear. That you shouldn't know, be a thing, you know. Just like you're looking for a thing, Keith. That might, maybe that's your thing. You just show up in your underwear all the time. What do you think of that? You like that? Okay. No. I, in, on second thought, let's not we're make not that a that? thing. No, okay. we're not doing that. But seriously, is Congress a reflection of us or not? Like, is it the worst of us, or are we that sick as a society? <laughs> I, I think it's the worst of us. I mean, I, think I it's hope just, so. God. It's become that. I mean. Sadly, it's, it should be the best of us, shouldn't it? The people who are mm-hmm. making laws and legislating should be among the best, but it doesn't seem to be that way. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Harriet in New Jersey, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, how are hey. you doing? Doing good. I just wanted to say something I haven't heard anybody else say, um, and that's that women also are often. Um, inappropriately approached by other women in the workplace and also have been attacked by other women sexually. 
uh, this, wow. and I mention it to other women, and they go, oh, yeah, and they nod knowingly, but nobody ever steps forward and says it. Do you have experience with that? Oh, yeah. As I said to the call screener, who was very mm-hmm. kind, by the way, pro- uh, props to him, mm-hmm. um, I, um, I have uh, I've lived a lot of years, and so I've been uh, approached and accosted and inappropriately by men for many years, but it's also happened at least half as many times by women, um, just purely things that I wouldn't accept in a man either. Wow. Um, and, and in fact, I was hired for a job and moved and took the job and then realized my boss had hired me because she thought I was a lesbian. And when she found out I wasn't, she started trying to find ways of getting rid of me. Wow. So, wow. Yeah, stuff like that goes on. And, and I, would, I thought I was the only one. And then I mentioned it and other people are going, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. So it's a fairly common occurrence, it seems like. Uh, at least in the Northeast, yeah. Wow. <laughs> it may not be in. Wow. It may not be in Kansas, but well, yeah, uh, in yeah. New Jersey, it's happened. Let's put it that way. All right, thanks, Harriet. We've also heard from some men who've said that they've been sexually harassed. We had a guy the other day that called in and said there was a female security guard at his place of business, and it was a big place of business. It sounded like an Apple or a Facebook type thing because he said it was a Google type operation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but, she was all over him, sure. always propositioning him. Uh-huh. And he was spurning her advances. And other people in the office thought, well, <laughs> just have sex with her. Yeah, we got to well, the bottom of that. didn't want to. We got to the bottom of that, though. Yeah, Remember? it turned out she was unattractive. Right, he said to the female Jeffy. So, <laughs> I mean, I just want to... <laughs> I'm just quoting him is all. Okay. Yeah. All right. 888 <laughs> Also, the uh, consumers group... The Consumer Watch group that comes out with this list every year has unveiled its annual 10 worst toys list for the holidays. Just in case you're thinking about buying your kids one of these things, you, you may want to think again. Um, because some of these have uh, you know, po- the potential for choking hazard. So they're sometimes not safe. Sometimes they just don't work that well. And here's a list of the toys this year. That have have become the the worst. Hallmark Itty Bitties Baby Stacking Toy. Uh, the Consumer Product Safety Commission recalled the stacking toys on August 31st because of fabric hats and bows that can detach, posing a choking hazard. Okay. Also, the Tolo Toys Pull Along Pony. It's a playpen and crib toys that are usually required to make. Strings less than 12 inches long, but pull toys are an exception. The pull along ponies cord is 19 inches long, which uh, the consumer group says poses a risk of strangulation and entanglement. Mm. And the toy doesn't have a warning label. Yeah, I mean, even when these are rare, you still, I guess, any possibility of anything happening, they have to mention. Uh, number three on the list, Mattel's Wonder Woman Battle Action Sword. Why is it a problem? Uh, the dangers of giving a kid a sword, even a fake one, are self-explanatory. The watch organization warns parents that this toy has the potential to cause blunt force injuries. Okay. Yeah, it seems bad. The hand fidgets spinners. Fidget spinners went viral this year. But they're not foolproof. 
according to the consumer group, small parts can fall off, presenting a choking hazard. You don't want that. Marvel's Spider-Man Homecoming Spider-Drone, official movie edition. The drone is powered by a high-speed rotating blade. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> okay. I want one of these. All right. <laughs> the warning label advises users to keep spinning rotors away from fingers, hair, eyes, and other body parts. <laughs> uh, but the watch group recommends keeping it completely out of your home altogether. Well, yeah. If you have to keep it out of your fingers, hair, eyes, and other body parts. <laughs> What's left? Uh, I'm not buying the toy. <laughs> Number six on the list, Hasbro's Nerf Zombie Strike Dreadbolt Crossbow. Wow. What don't they have in Nerf now? Uh, The watch group found that the force of the arrow launch presents the potential for eye and facial injuries. (laughs) (laughs) So even if it's a Nerf arrow, it's coming at you at such a force that it's potentially damaging. The packaging warns. Uh, not to aim or shoot at people's eyes or faces, but, you know, that happens anyway. At number seven, the Slacker's Slackline Classic Series Kit. In addition to a strangulation hazard with the line of rope, uh, the watch group cautions that falling off the tightrope-like line can cause severe injuries. Yeah, I would say that's probably not a good buy. Then there's the (laughs) Oval Xylophone. Oh, okay. Nine and a half inch long drumstick handle could get lodged in a baby's airway if ingested. And now you might think, well, don't eat the drumstick, but you can't tell that to a baby. They put everything in their mouth. Mm. The grandson right now, who's everything, anything that's on yeah. the floor, anywhere around, goes straight to his mouth. Let's see how it tastes. Yeah, right. they just, I don't know. They got to <laughs> chew on it. They got to eat it. They got to swallow it. Um, Razor Jets. Heel wheels is on the list. Razor Jets heel wheels. That just sounds like a bad plan altogether. It does, doesn't it? Strapping wheels onto a kid's shoes effectively turns them into a rear wheel roller skate. But losing their balance and taking a spill could lead to injuries like broken bones. Additionally, the real sparking action created by skid pads are a fire hazard. No. Huh. Uh, that sounds actually cool. What is it called again? It's the Razor Jets Heel Wheels. Razor Jets Heel Wheels. I like the sparking effect. Oh, my gosh. So it, it's a fire hazard, and once you get on them, you know, you're going to fall off of them. I don't know. Santa better get to eBay here real soon before those get pulled. At number 10, the Melissa and Doug Mine to Love Brianna Baby Doll. Melissa and Doug mine to love Brianna baby doll. What a weird name. The watch group says Brianna may look cuddly and harmless, but the watch group says her removable ponytail holders present a choking hazard. All right. Also, the uh, the uh, razor blade slip and slide is not a good idea this year. Really? Why? Yeah. Uh, the razor blades uh, okay. uh, that that function as the slip and slide. Could yeah. could be a hazard. Ah, just wash it off. You're on the slip and slide. <laughs> Come on, man. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let's go to Dave in Ohio. Dave, you're on the blaze. How you doing? I was wondering if okay. uh, the police are actually getting involved in a lot of these uh, allegations. I guess even because I mean I don't know if these people are being charged or are they just like 
Mm-hmm. Is it physical? I mean, the guys getting like physically aggressive with these women, or are they just making like a comment, like you know, better call heaven? They're missing one of their angels. <laughs> what? You got defensive? What do you mean? You know what I mean? Wait, hold on. It's kind of hard to you know <laughs> even compliment a woman without her. T- you don't know how she's going to take it these days. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah I mean, how I, do you even how do you even true. hit on a woman with like? You don't. Excuse me. Would it be okay <laughs> if I complimented don't. you now? Or? You don't. There must be no male female relationships yeah. yeah. anymore. Yeah, we, there's no. If you already have an attachment of some sort, go ahead and continue with it. But if you haven't made one yet, forget <laughs> yeah. it. You, You're you not going to have out. one. Yeah. Dave, Dave, tell me, have you used the? Uh, have you? As have, having missing an have angel? Have you used, have you used that, that line? line? Come on now. No, I have not used that, but I've always used the um, the last name thing. Like, excuse me, is your last name, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, no. Would you like it to be? You know, trying to throw that one out there. That's, <laughs> that's pretty smooth, How man. successful has that been? Work, it doesn't though, work? Oh, you yeah. did smile. No. So. Yeah, all right. Okay. Have a good day. Uh, thanks, Dave. In most cases, the answer is no. There's no police involved. In fact, I don't know of any case where police are involved, including Harvey Weinstein. Who's been accused of rape? Now they're talking about charges uh, eventually, but he hasn't been arrested yet. Hmm. None of these guys have, right? I, can you think of anybody who's been arrested in any of these situations? No. I don't think so. So, yeah, it's 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 a uh, it's a weird situation. I, I just want to point out that the reviews are great for the Razor Jets heel wheels. Okay, are they're, they a bunch of five star? Look at this. Four point one out of five stars at Amazon, huh? Look at this. Little how, sparks on your kids' heels. Oh. How are they? How are the reviews for the razor blade slip and slide? Um, uh, gosh, I'm getting a not quite as good error. Uh, okay, <laughs> all right. Eight 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 nine hundred thirty three ninety three. If you are looking for a cell phone company that doesn't contribute your money to places like Planned Parenthood and uh, fight for gun control. If you're looking for one that doesn't, there's only one out there that that doesn't do those things. And it's called Patriot Mobile. Now, they're a conservative cell phone company, and they're the only one. They're the only one that contributes up to 5% of your monthly bill. That doesn't cost you any extra. They just take what you're going to pay them anyway. And they contribute to uh, pro-life organizations. They contribute to, let's say, the NRA. And you choose. You decide. You tell them where you want the money to go. Plus, you get the same great service. You get the same coverage. And you pay a much lower rate. Right now, Patriot Mobile is offering unlimited talk and text starting at 20 bucks a month. Yeah, $20 a month. Now, the Black Friday deal from one of the big organizations that donate your money to Planned Parenthood, they were offering 40 bucks a month. Double the price on Black Friday! 20 bucks a month, Patriot Mobile. Call them today and get the same great coverage for a much lower price and feel good about where your money is going when they contribute to causes in which you believe, not not just they believe. 1-800-A-PATRIOT. That's 1-800-A-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash pat. And when you go there, you use the promo code pat and they'll waive your activation fee too. That's patriotmobile.com slash pat. Do it now. You are listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network.
Now back to Pat Gray. Welcome. On the Blaze Radio Network. Really glad you're here with us. 888 Oh, okay. From uh, Twitter, you can uh, tweet us, by the way, at Pat Unleashed. Just found out from Baffled Aneurysm. Uh, it's a great, uh, that's a great name on Twitter. <laughs> what the real deal. We found out from Baffled Aneurysm what the real deal is with Matt Lauer. Okay. He actually left to go sell facial cream. Oh, man, so, we should have seen that. It's been planning for that for a long time. We should have seen that coming. Yeah. <clears throat> From L.M. Smith, why are there no cases of men being abused by women flaunting their stuff? Why no gay men being abused uh, in especially, how, there have been, actually, uh, gay women. It's very unusual that only heterosexual women have this problem. A- actually, we have heard <clears throat> there, there's been quite a few uh, gay harassment issues uh george takai from star trek you know you got the kevin spacey stuff mm-hmm. you've got some other uh executive who was feeling up who, what's that guy's name that had his junk oh. grabbed at the um, hollywood party and his <laughs> wife was there i almost said terry tate <laughs> he, um uh, terry cruz terry cruz yeah 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 um but uh it was uh, Ellen filling up, uh, what's her name? Was it Katy Perry or somebody? Who was it? Oh, yeah. I, I think mean, it was right. Katy Perry. But yeah. those just go by the wayside, whatever. Yeah. yeah, well, we don't want to talk about those because that's not that doesn't fit the agenda. It's only heterosexuals, you know, that are really bad people. I think you know that. Mm-hmm. From Jackstad, I, I don't think DC, Hollywood, or the media needs sexual harassment training. Seems like they already have it down already. <laughs> Uh, definitely. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Daniel in Kansas, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey Pat, how's hey. it going? I'm doing good. Good. Um, I'm calling in just to talk about the double standard guys have to deal with. Okay. Uh, especially guys who aren't, uh, who aren't just total nimrods. Okay. I worked for a landscaping company, and we had an office lady back back long ago but if you were if you were even remotely decent looking and she wasn't mind you but um (laughs) you (laughs) you would have her front end shoved in your face oh no really oh my goodness yes i and and i'm about the most soft-spoken like laid-back guy annoyingly appropriate guy okay <laughs> so okay. <laughs> um we'd be sitting in meetings and goodness sakes you'd need to reach for something behind you and you would get the front end all over the place and, and then we had discussed different different marketing strategies and <sighs> oh well so and so you ought to you ought to take your shirt off or you know man you'd be fun to do any number of things with and it's it's like hmm we're supposed to stomach that. And was she We're supposed to just Was this in front of other people? Oh goodness. Yeah. So there was I mean, I mean was, common knowledge then. Oh yeah. And nothing oh, yeah. was nothing was ever done about it? Well no. I no. mean why? She's a woman. We're a bunch of, you know, right. hormonally right. charged guys that can just, you know, I guess <laughs> right. do whatever. That you can't protect so. yourselves, you can't deal with this. I mean you're men. You're, no. you're supposed to be able to, right? Yeah, that, right. yes, yeah. that is a double standard. And I've heard that from several people. There's, There's been quite a few men that have been sexually harassed that we've heard from during this uh, uh, right. during this news cycle of the Harvey Weinstein nonsense. It, it does happen, and it's probably not as rare as people think it is. No, it isn't. But, 
it, I think it points to a deeper issue in our society that, that guys are just, I guess, these hormonal yes. brain-dead beings yes. that just, you know, thrive on, <laughs> I guess, anything physical. Yeah, and absolutely. it's just crap. Yeah, so, appreciate but. it. Thanks a lot, Daniel. Uh, that would be that would be irritating, um, you know, and and especially if everybody knew about it and nobody cared, it's probably time to find a new job, right? New yeah. new place to work. Uh, Jody in Utah, you're on the Blaze. Hi. Yeah, Pat. I'm 49 and I'm trying to figure out how I managed to live my childhood with such horrible parents. Because we got metal batons for Christmas. The neighbor kid had a BB gun. Yes. We walked on the top of a six-foot cedar fence. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not real wide. And we wanted a, a, a splash, a slip and slide one year. And my dad said no and gave us the garden hose and a piece of industrial black plastic and sent us out to the front yard. I don't know how in the hell... <laughs> None of us are dead. It's really true. That's really true. When you think about childhood, for those of us who are over 30, uh, we did dangerous things. Rode in the back of pickup trucks without seatbelts. I mean, if you did that today, you'd be arrested. I think the driver would be arrested. Uh, there, Yes. So, let alone toys. I mean, rode bikes without yeah. helmets. What? How did we live? Oh, we rode our bikes with the string of the hoodie tied around our neck. <laughs> now wait, we didn't hold on. The hoodie on. Mom would send us out. We tied around our neck and go riding around. I, how how did we live? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Somehow we survived. Uh, thanks for the call, Jody. That's really. I mean, it is true. Oh, We've yeah. become a far different society than we were years oh, ago. Yeah, the bubble wrap generation is being raised but right now. I have to admit, I've probably bought into that because mm-hmm. I was way. I'm. I've been way more cautious with my kids than my parents were with me. Do you find that too? I mean, I yes, I'm. I was yes, overly but, cautious. I'm sure. Yeah, but I blame Carrie. So you know, it's like yeah. Hey, Dad, we had to put our helmet on. Ah, uh, your mom nah, says whatever. Yes. I don't care. And then <laughs> then I hear about it, and I'm just like. Just, oh, look, put the helmet on. I don't yeah. want to have this conversation again. True. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Brian, in, uh, uh, Brian in Arkansas, you're on the blaze. Uh, yes, I, I think Jody wants to be my next-door neighbor down the street or something <laughs> like that because I agree with her wholeheartedly. But she did leave out a, uh, one or two things, but I guess... Uh, the lawn darts, those are all oh, lawn darts. <laughs> I loved lawn <laughs> darts, too, and those yeah. never wound up in anybody's no. skull. Never oh, yeah. once, especially when you got the extra thick uh, rubber band. Yeah, and shot them out like javelins. <laughs> <That'd be cool. laughs> Wait, what? I missed that. Oh, so, you man. know, it, it, you know, you hook it up just like you would uh, a, a javelin. Uh-huh. You get the rubber band in between two trees, and uh, you tie it off really good, and then you stick the back of the lawn dart, the tail part of the lawn dart in there with the metal javelin thing in the front, so and you great. pull it back like a rubber band, and boom, shoot it at your brother, you know. <laughs> and it never went through his skull? It never jammed in his eye, right? Yeah. You well, some, well, maybe a few times. He's not the smartest apple in the barrel anymore, <laughs> but anyway. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you know, there's, a, there's a whole bunch of stuff. But, you know, it, well, the reason why we survived and others didn't, and it's the one simple rule, and that is 
the um, that gentleman, I just slipped my mind, uh, the Darwin Awards. Mm-hmm. Idiots yeah. die and the strong survive. Yep, that's right. Appreciate it. Uh, Thanks. Thanks a lot, Brian. Yeah, so the lawn darts, they went from being a part of our childhood uh-huh. to having the ridiculous warning on the box that took up like half of the packaging. To being banned. Yeah, now I'm on Now I'm on Amazon and there's no metal. I mean, I don't even know why I looked. There's all, you know, goofy Yeah, they're not the same. They're not the same. It's, it's, I, I forgot about lawn, vart, lawn darts because <laughs> I guess they could have been dangerous, but... You know, you just use your noodle. Right. right? That, but, but see, we're now in a society where there is no common sense left. Yeah, so all of the things mm-hmm. that just common sense led us down the, the sensible path, there is no sensible path anymore. So we have to protect ourselves. Society has to protect us from ourselves, I should say. And then when, when, when commercial entities don't do it, then the government gets to step in and force them. Good. Good yeah. fun. Love it. Yeah. And then we have congressmen in underwear. I mean, the whole the whole movie, the Christmas story, is about Ralphie wanting a BB gun, isn't it? And his mom saying, "No, you're going to put somebody's eye out with that." But I think in the end, he gets the BB gun, doesn't he? If I sure, I mean, I don't want to spoil a Christmas story. Who are you, Glenn? Beck? A 35 year old movie for anybody, <laughs> but I think in the end, he gets his BB gun. You, I mean, you can't imagine giving a kid a BB gun today. CPS would show up and your children would be removed from your home. Wait, you can't? Uh, I, d- I doubt it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Oh, and chewing the fat with Jeffy. Breaking news too. Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Oh, I must mean it's uh, time for chewing the fat with Jeffy. Hey, Jeffy. Hi. How you doing? No. I just was uh, mm. looking at this headline: deaths, injuries prompt lawn dart ban. But hey, what? A- <laughs> deaths and injuries. Deaths and injuries. So we did Rob have death yes, and injury did. from lawn darts. Yes, we did. The jarts, Come the on. metal tips. Yeah. No. One, well, the one, the one case that. Uh, really ruined it for them all. Some little girl had one uh, in her brain. I mean, it hit her in the eye, and she died. Eventually oh died my. from it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So that really did happen. Yes. That's not an urban legend. But uh, there's there were 7,000 individuals that required hospital or emergency care, and a disproportionate number of them have been children with lawn charts. But well, that's because Again, not a lot of adults are playing. Lawn well, they darts. were, but I mean, little kids would. You know, you'd throw the jart, and a little kid would. You know. Yeah. Run around the the plastic circle and oops, got a jar in the leg. Go back and get a hot dog. Get out of here. Seven thousand people out of 
Right. Millions. Right. 50 and I mean, million. And, and 7,000, think about the times that you threw the metal jar as high as you possibly could. I mean, you wanted mm-hmm. to get it as high as you possibly could mm-hmm. to see if how mm-hmm. long, how far it would go, you know, into the ground, not the neighbor's roof. And, uh, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's there was an opportunity for a lot more people to for be sure. injured. Yeah, for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big time. But uh, anytime anything happens to anybody, everybody's got to be penalized for it. Breaking news. All right. Garrison Keller, veteran radio host. Garrison Keeler. Minnes- Minnesota Public Radio. Keeler. 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 Right? Yeah, Keeler. Keeler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Minnesota Public Radio. Uh, fired. Uh, by his longtime broadcast home uh, over accusations of improper behavior. Oh, my gosh. Now, Garrison. <laughs> that's what I thought. But then as you re- I thought the same thing. I thought, come on. Come on. And he retired, right? So, yes, he did. Look, he retired. Uh, but on, he retired uh, a couple years ago, I think. But he was still doing a thing for public radio. Um, he, was a, he had the daily syndicated program that he wrote and produced. In addition to the rebroadcast of the best of a Prairie Home Companion, and he had uh, Chris T H I L E. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Was still doing the Prairie Home Companion mm-hmm. for Garrison. Um, that's going to get a new title. Uh, it's, they're not even going to call it that anymore. He's not uh, as old as I thought. He's, he's 75. Yeah. Now he claims. Uh, look, um, after confirming the news, he said, "Look." I was terminated over a story that I think is more interesting and more complicated than the version NPR heard. However, he did not elaborate. Now, then you read on, Uh which I didn't realize. His firing came one day after publications of a Washington Post column in which he argued against the idea that Minnesota Senator Al Franken should resign. Over allegations, he groped radio host uh, in 2006, USO Tour. Uh, Eleven years later, talk show host in L.A. goes public, and there's talk of resignation, Keeler wrote. This is absurdity and atrocity that leads to a code of public deadliness. Mm, at least he's consistent. And he's trying to cover himself, too, apparently. Huh? Well, I don't know. I think uh, I think he said that, and uh, Minnesota Public Radio said, uh, no. You know, I don't think they liked what he had to say about that, right? I so mean, they, they fired him just for defending Al Franken? I think so. Or, I mean, that's what I got out so of So there's that. no sexual harassment? I don't think so. There's no harassment? I don't think so. I I, I mean, that's huh. what... It was just weird over improper behavior. So I... I mean, I, It's interesting. It's wow. weird. Yeah, it is. Right? So now... Hmm. Now you can only... I mean, you're, you're going to get fired for someone accusing you. Straight off the bat. Mm-hmm. Accused first time, hundred times, it doesn't matter. You were accused, you're fired. And by the way, uh, good luck getting a job doing anything else. Right. Um, and and now, if you say, come on now, it was 11 years later, you're complaining now, uh-huh. and you want this guy to get fired. Yeah. And you want it, you want it all to shut down. <laughs> get That's fired ridiculous. for that, too. Right. Mm. Uh, right. So what was the statement it made says, by NPR? Uh, in a statement released, uh, an NPR member station says it learned of the allegations in October and has retained an outside law firm to investigate them. That investigation is ongoing. In statements to the Minnesota Star Tribune, um, the host said that uh, he put his hand on a woman's bare back. 
Wait, that's you, so he's saying you that. can't touch a woman's back? And alleged that he had been groped by dozens of female fans. What? What? So, so the it, accusation is he touched a woman's no, back? He's saying that he's he's admitting to that. All right. So whatever this other um, deal that's being investigated. Well, of course you put your arms around people. I mean, we're talking about the president sitting in a wheelchair. We were giving him an out for touching people's butt because he was in a wheelchair. At butt level. Yeah. Uh-huh. So when you're back level, uh-huh. uh, it happens. Uh-huh. Yeah, the, the statement released by uh, Minnesota Public Radio does not really discuss right. That's what, what, what's going on here. Weird. So all he's saying is, yeah, I put my hand on a woman's bare back. So it does have something to do, though, with well, some then sort I, of impropriety. Then I put my tongue in her mouth. But, I mean, was that even worth mentioning? But, but you, were, no. you were preparing for a sketch you were doing for the soldiers, <laughs> man. My the recollection of, of jamming my tongue down her throat and hers are a little bit different. Because right, I knew once I had my hand on her back, she liked it. She liked it. Well, yeah. I mean, so obviously. So I went ahead with it. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's something like that. I mean, come what on. Are, We're just getting this is this is ridiculous. It is getting way out of hand. Ridiculous. And we we've, I know you've been talking about Matt Lauer, but it's it's one of my <clears throat> the Matt Lauer story is just amazing to me. So now they bring out Katie Couric, right? Yeah, who's saying that he pinched her butt. Okay, but that was in a video like Ten or twelve years. It was ago. in I mean, twenty twelve, which is five years. Okay, ago. Okay, whatever. So that's yeah. ancient times. Two thousand twelve. You yeah, even I remember know. where you were at in two thousand twelve? No, we, that was a crustaceous period, wasn't it? <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. right. I mean, come on, two thousand twelve. Tell me, it doesn't seem like that was another lifetime. It ago. does, actually. Yeah. It does. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. And she is joking around, like you know, you when you hear about it, with you go. uh Oh, given the footage of current statement, many on social media are taking issue with NBC's claim that this week's complaint wasn't the first against Lauer. Katie wasn't complaining. No, and she was just taught saying, "Hey, he pitches my ass a lot." Yeah, come on. And the difference is uh, that nobody reported it to NBC. Katie wasn't reporting that right. to, to HR. She wasn't she was saying, just, "Hey, Matt's touching me," right, inappropriately. Yeah. No, Katie was. That was something she looked forward to, or she was joking about, or she was joking about. Right? Mm-hmm. Come on. Yep. And then I noticed <laughs> you're talking about uh, Matt and his. Uh, they're not divorced. In the wife, who he, Matt Lauer and his wife, they're not divorced. No, they live separate lives. Yeah, yeah. And you can bet that uh, whatever amount of money uh, he was making, mm-hmm. uh, she's, oh, half she's, of it went to her. She's living in the Hamptons. Better believe it. Uh, he's living in the city. Yeah, that's... And Matt Lauer isn't living in uh, Brooklyn. Oh. <laughs> he's no. not living out in the Bronx. Uh-uh. Okay? Matt's, Matt's living in Midtown. No, but he signed a $128 million contract. The guy's made a lot of money. Yes, he has. Made a lot of money. And I think that's what held up the divorce, actually, because right, the worth, like he was worth at that time with what they had together was a couple hundred million mm-hmm. on top of the new deal. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, look... We're not getting a divorce. We're yeah, not, we're gonna. You're gonna go live in the Hamptons. And, do whatever you want. I'll do whatever. And I'm I gonna want. live in the city, and we're gonna be apart. Yeah, that's but, what it sounds like. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a that's a business deal. That's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> well, it's what the Clintons do, right? It's a power arrangement. Yeah. It's a power couple arrangement. We've seen it over and over and yeah. over and over again. Right. I mean, certainly Bill and Hillary. You think they're in love? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Not, not That's on funny. your life. Not on your life. Have you seen the outtake? Speaking of that, have you seen? I, I can't figure out if it, I don't know if it's real yet or not. But have you seen the outtake 
of the Bill and Hillary interview, which they were talking about baking cookies and stuff when they were in Arkansas, the 60 Minutes, no. and they started. There's video no. footage out there, and I don't, I can't figure out if it's real. Where they're talking, and as soon as they start talking about baking cookies or being in love or something, the lights crash and almost crash on them <laughs> in the 60. You know, while they're taping the 60 Minute interview, and it's it's almost like. <laughs> You know, they're trying to make it out that God is speaking. But I can't figure, I don't know that it's actually real or not. I haven't looked into it enough to see this real, but it's good footage. Yeah. Real or not real, it's like, yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really funny. But you can bet. Now, I I, I I don't know. I think some people would would differ with your analogy of them being in love. Um, I, I believe your analogy was. <laughs> yeah, they're they're not in love. <laughs> they're not in love. That's been a political business arrangement since 1970. <laughs> I mean, Chelsea might differ. The dad mom are uh-huh. still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. know. Sure, sure. It's possible. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I mentioned yesterday Miss Universe. Uh, you know, Miss South Africa, Lee Nell Peters was the winner of Miss Universe. But one of the things I wanted to get to about, about Miss Universe was that once again, Steve Harvey announced the winner. Okay. okay. And he, he got it right, of course. Oh, no, good. but he screwed it up. But there's a guy. That's a perfect example of owning up to your mistakes and not blaming it on someone else. When you talk about Trump, we talk about Donald Trump always blaming everybody. Mm-hmm. And here's a guy that screwed up, announced the wrong winner of Miss Universe a couple years ago, walked off, and then came back and realized it was wrong, came back and didn't say, hey, they gave, I, they me, the gave me the wrong card. card. Didn't do uh, any of that. He, he took responsibility. Complete and it, responsibility. It actually wasn't his fault. too. And, Right. Remember? Well, yes, but yeah. I mean, it was, he owned, he took it he all. He owned it. Yeah. He took it all and made mm-hmm. a couple of jokes about it afterward mm-hmm. on social media, uh, you know, making fun of himself for doing it. And, you know, he's back doing the same job. Everybody loves him. Mm-hmm. It's just, I found that, you know, really fascinating. That there, That's proof that, you know, look, own up to it. You make the mistake, it's your deal. Mm-hmm. You're, the, you're the guy in charge. You're the one. And it'll work out. Yes. It'll work out. You can't. It just drives me crazy that... Uh, People don't want to own up to their mistakes. Like Al Roker, who's going to be next in line. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I mean, Al will be next in line for the NBC sh- shot down. I mean, you think so? No question. It, yeah, well, he, I mean. I, I pooped my pants. Yeah, so I mean, that'll no be okay question. for him. I mean, the guy, the poor guy. He, he pooped uh, in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. He pooped his pants. You can't. You can't what play more him. can Come you on. do to right. him? I mean, the guy... He pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. He so, Al, we're, his, we're, we're, we're hearing of some inappropriate behavior uh, coming from you. Is that is that true? No, because he... He pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. Oh, okay. That's yeah, so, leave him alone, because he's already... <laughs> he pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. Yeah, yeah, you can't... He's already it. pooped his pants. Right, and, and, and speaking of... <laughs> what more do you want to happen to the guy? I mean, it's already said that he... He pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. So. You know, uh, speaking of NBC, someone on Twitter is really worried about you, Jeffy. What if something comes out against Lester Holt? And then I, whoa, was, I was a whoa, little concerned. Whoa, whoa. I was thinking, are you going to be crushed? Are you going to be like, hey, Lester, my boy? I mean, I don't know how you're going to react to that. So... Uh, I will not hear of uh Jeffy don't, won't even Lester hear of Holt. speculation, speculation. involving Lester That's, Holt. <laughs> Lester Holt is a married man with a family. Oh no. And he know. didn't uh he pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. Well at least he He's didn't do that. At the, he didn't do pants. that at the White House. That's for <laughs> sure. Right. <laughs> right. I, mean, I don't want to say for sure that he hasn't done that. <laughs> just not on camera. Just not at the White House. The yeah. House. Not okay. since he was two. I mean, look, there were already this oh, this Matt Lauer thing. Now they're saying that the, some of the reporters had been looking into Matt. 
Yes. For the past few weeks. Yeah. So when you and I, obviously apart, not together, because you didn't invite me over uh, to watch the parade this year, but we were watching right. the parade separately, separately. And, and I had the same thought. I love yeah. like, look at this, there's Matt Lowry, and he's made it through. But you thought he made it through. I did. I thought, <laughs> I is did. he going to make it through? Oh, no, I figured he was. <laughs> that was Matt my Lowry thought. made it through. Yeah. He made yeah. it through the fire, not even close. Not I thought I thought we'd dug a couple of ditches to slow the fire down. No way. Nope. Nope. <laughs> that fire jumped those ditches in a heartbeat, man. <laughs> now Matt's in those ditches. Right. Yeah. I mean, so if you have, I mean, I will say Glenn Beck is right about one thing, man. If you've got something in your closet, get it out, baby. Get it out. No secrets. It's coming out. It is because yeah. they are after you, man. It is clear. And the excuse that Franken used the other day, oh, I can't I can't remember oh, if I touched anybody's butt. I can't remember if I squeezed any woman's butt. Yeah, if you can remember. <laughs> you know whether or not, during a photo op, you've ever reached down and grabbed well, a woman's butt. Hey, if you do it all I the time. I know I never have. You haven't even done that. If you do it all the time. <laughs> You Where's know whether pig? you've Where's done it or not. Pig guy, man, come on! Why do you have a little pig in here today, Pat? Come on! Oh, oh, wait, what? No! Oh no! Ready. Where's my pig? My pig's gone. Where'd Somebody's... the pig go? Oh no! Somebody stole my pig. Oh pig. no! Oh, uh, is... boy, that's a shame, huh? <laughs> it is. Yeah, I don't want it. I don't want that to come up missing. What else you got? <laughs> okay, so uh, <clears throat> one of six men sentenced to prison in 2013 for crimes against humanity. Mm-hmm. Violations of the laws or customs of war, grave breaches of the Geneva Convention, goes in front of the tribunal on Wednesday and says, uh, you know, I'm not guilty. And then uh, the, the tribunal says, no, your sentence is upheld. Uh, you're a war criminal. Uh, you're going back to prison. Uh, he drinks poison in the courtroom. <laughs> Killed himself. There's footage, there's footage uh, that we have uh, showing, if you're watching on the Blaze television, of him taking a drink in the courtroom. And then uh, the judges are like, uh, whoa, whoa, something's going on. Curtains, shut the cameras off. They rushed him to the hospital. Uh, he died. Wow. So he killed himself right then. Uh, it's pretty, I mean, it's really fascinating. It'll be funny, not funny, it'll be fascinating to see how he got the poison. Right, who gave him the poison? Because... Yeah. And he was already in jail. And this hearing, uh, the tribunal, this was the last one. Right? It was the last tribunal that uh, they started back in uh, 1993 while they were still uh, setting up, uh, you know, they were fighting in Yugoslavia. Mm-hmm. They've indicted 161 suspects, uh, convicted not- 90 of them for the, this guy was the Bosnian Serb military chief. Wow. So, I mean, this, you know, I just find it uh, it's interesting. I got the poison. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm okay with it. Whatever. You're a war criminal. <laughs> Kill yourself. Go ahead. If indeed he was. He was, the Bosnian convic- si- he was convicted. Okay. All right. I'm just saying. The Bosnian situation, uh, I don't think any Americans understood. I, I don't know if they still do. Well, I'll give you that. But this was a, this was a tribunal set up over been, there. We may have fought on the wrong side of that war. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying that there was a lot going on that had been going on for centuries, yeah, and we shouldn't sure. have been in the middle of it to begin with. That's for so, sure. I'll give you that. So I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But wow. why I, do you hate the Serbs? All I do know is that uh, the Jeffy segment is over. Oh yeah. Um, well. All right. All right. Well, let me tell you about uh, Wax RX. Wax RX. You can go to usewaxrx.com and find out exactly. 
what you can do because when your ears aren't clean, they get really uncomfortable. You know Boy, that. They do itch. you clean them out with a lawn dart? Is that what you do? You some just people have tried the, that. Uh huh. Some people have tried that because some people have said, "Oh, successfully you know or this, not this so cotton much. swab is not working." <laughs> Oh, this candle with fire on the side of my head is not working. Wait a minute. Why I is think... my hair on fire? <laughs> oh, is that a metal point on the end of that dart? I guess I'll stick that in. That'll get the wax out of there. <laughs> no, it won't. There is a better way. There is a better way. You can get the real solution for stubborn earwax, the Wax RX ear wash system, doctor developed, works safely when all those other products fail. WaxRx comes with everything you need to safely clean out earwax and condition your ears conveniently at home for less than the cost of a doctor's visit. Go to usewaxrx.com, order your reusable earwax system today. Use offer code RADIO. Yeah, that's right. Free standard shipping right to your door. Usewaxrx.com. Pat Gray. Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. You pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. You pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. Mm. Uh, Al Roker um, pooped in his pants. So he's got an alibi if he's ever accused of sexual assault. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, you know, I... You pooped uh, in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. So, I mean, what more can you do to the guy? He's already been there and done that. <laughs> Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Been talking about these uh, dangerous toys. Started the hour off with uh, uh, the Consumer Report that comes out every year of the ten worst, and it, some of them are so. Uh, I mean, it's a stretch to call them hazardous. I think because when we were kids, uh, we jammed everything in our mouths. Nobody said anything about it. I mean, you throw, throwing marbles around in your in your mouth, seeing how many you can fit in there. The things we did. With BB guns and pellet guns and actual guns. Pretty amazing <laughs> when you consider that. And then you consider what's going on today. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also next hour, we got to show you some unbelievable... If you're watching on TV, it's amazing. What happened in Buffalo at a, at a football game? <laughs> you won't believe it. It looks fake. But it's been deemed 100% rule, real by Business Insider. We'll show it to you. Uh, a Buffalo player's... A Buffalo Bills player levitating. Yeah. At least it seems like it. So get to theblazetv.com yes. uh, in the next five minutes. To watch it. And if, you, if you're if you only listening on radio, we'll, uh, we'll tweet it out afterwards. Sure deal. Um, Paula in Florida, welcome to The Blaze. Hey there, Pat. How are you? I'm doing good. Good. Listen, you grew up in a religious background, I presume. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, do you guys like immerse baptized? Yes. Yes, well, I had a brother. I, my, I had missionary parents, and he would take us to the lake routinely where we had gators here in Florida and practice his immersion baptism on us. <laughs> so you would, <laughs> wow, you baptize yeah. by immersion in a lake with alligators. Absolutely. 
My mother had died, and we had a German woman watching us. Wow. And she would come out shouting in German, get out of the water, get out of the water. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever encounter anything? Were there any close calls on that? Um, No, because we usually bring our dog. Oh, okay. And gators will get the dog first. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's not that the dog can protect you against the alligator. It's that they'll eat the dog. They'll get eaten first, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I was glad to hear you and uh, Stu and Jeffy back together today. That was nice. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it, Paula. Uh, It was fun to be back together, too, getting the band back together to perform every once in a while. Uh, Tommy in Missouri, welcome to The Blaze. Hey. Hey. Pat. Yes. Uh, just wanted to share with you that uh, when I was about 10 or 11 years old, I bought my uh, first gun. It was a little twenty-two caliber rifle. So you got a twenty-two when you were 10? 10 or 11, somewhere in there, yeah. Now, I'm, I'm guessing, though, you were instructed on the safe usage of it and shown how to do it and yeah, had some well, target we, practice. Yeah, we grew up around that, you know? Yeah. And uh, I bought it. It was used. I bought it from a friend of mine. And then I brought it home and showed it to my mom and said, Mom, look what I bought. And uh, she's like, that's nice, and I don't wave it around in the house. <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, but me and my little buddy, let me tell you a little story real quick. Me and my little buddies would carry that rifle. Uh-huh. down to the hardware store, buy a box of 22s, walk down the river, shoot them up, walk back, everybody, you know, plain sight. Nobody thought anything about it. Nobody yeah. took a second look. Yeah. Now, I'm 64, so that's been a while ago. But. Right, but still, today, if you tried it, that same thing, uh, oh, the humanity, you'd probably be locked up and you'd be taken oh, from parents. your parents. Yeah, your yeah, parents absolutely. would be locked up and, and you'd be with CPS and a foster family. Yeah, and I want to say yeah. one more thing real quick. Uh, yep. Even at that young age, we knew not to get stupid with a loaded gun. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that. Appreciate it. Thanks, Tommy. You know, that's why That's why in the Revolutionary War times, there were no or very few gun accidents because they grew up around them. They knew how to handle them. They knew how to use them. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You had some tweets at Pat Unleashed. Uh, we've been talking a little bit about um, you know the the safe toys or the unsafe toys, the ten worst this year. Some of them don't sound that bad. I mean, you know, lawn darts. Remember that BB guns. Remember that. Just too muck and fudge says. Uh, how do we survive with fluoride in our toothpaste? It's a good question. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, from Trav Watkins, we had freaking lawn darts as kids and survived. Kids these days are weak. And Real D women, uh, Williams, jumped bikes off the garage roof. Hashtag still alive. <laughs> awesome. Although I, t- I got to tell you, I don't want my son or daughter jumping their bike off a garage roof. No. I, I do have to admit, yes, we did survive those those days, but I don't want to t- take the chance on that, actually. 
this is an amazing video, so hopefully you have access to, to see. If not, if you're listening on radio, then we'll, we'll tweet this out so you can, you can check it out later. But Business Insider looked into this video and found out it was real. It looks like a video game glitch. Um, here's NFL football player Zay Jones falling to the ground and then just <laughs> sort of levitates up. I don't... So good. Look at that. Oh, isn't that weird? Some very strong, what, toes? Achilles? Yeah, the toes or... <laughs> we got going on? You? I, I, that is a really strange, uh, amazing... Know. Video. Look, you, I just. You know who would be proud of that move is. Uh, it looks like he sort of levitates back up. Michael Jackson might be. Uh, yeah. Proud of that. Yeah, and it's apparently a hundred percent real, according to Business Insider. They've sl- and they slowed it down, looked at it going forward and backward. Uh, very strange. <laughs> really kind of cool. <laughs> so he he dives for an incomplete pass. Then he gets back. When he gets back up, he seems to almost levitate back to his feet. Uh, and they say it's 100% real. <laughs> Even when we isolate and move it and slow it down, it still doesn't look real. He either he has the strongest toes on the planet or Achilles heels or I, I don't know. I don't know how he pulled that off. Mm. So uh, now I think the accuser is, is speaking out with an attorney in the Matt Lauer case. So... We're probably about to find. She calls it egregious uh, sexual assault. Oh boy! And talks about how appropriate uh, it was the way NBC handled it. If there's proof, yeah, I guess. I, if there's proof of it, they handled it appropriately. If there's not hardcore proof, no. I mean, that's at least give the guy a chance to defend himself. Because uh, they, they didn't seem to do that. Um, also, over at BuzzFeed, which is what, a top 10 website uh, as far as traffic is it's concerned? Up there. Yeah. It's It's way up there. It's doing really well. They're laying off about 100 employees and refocusing their content development efforts. Wow. The move comes as BuzzFeed anticipates falling far short of their revenue goals. For 2017, it's a gap that will likely derail their efforts to mount an initial public offering next year. They were about to go public. Company is about 15 to 20 percent short of its 350 million dollar target. The 100 employees will largely be drawn from advertising sales and business operations. And BuzzFeed's attempts to diversify beyond native advertising to other areas, including e-commerce, have been difficult. You believe BuzzFeed has 1,700 employees? Wow. 1,700. Now, when Glenn, Glenn Beck lays off some employees in an effort to keep up with the, how do they put it, evolving business world, uh, it's, it's the worst thing that's ever happened. Oh, that's front page news. And his business is failing. But when BuzzFeed does it, it's hardly even a, nobody even mentions it. Uh, also, Apple is making what people believe to be a foldable phone. <laughs> okay, you just you may have just bought the Apple iPhone 10 and spent a thousand dollars doing it. It's about to be obsolete. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> 
because Monday, Fast Company, whoever that is, Fast Company found a patent that re- was received by Apple. And on the patent, it suggested that the company has been working on a foldable phone and they already took out a patent for it. The abstract, which was filed on September 22nd of last year, describes an electric device that may have a flexible portion that allows the device to be folded. Um, Several smartphone makers, including Samsung and LG, are already starting to jump in and try to be the first to introduce a foldable smartphone. But apparently, Apple already has a patent for it. That's interesting. I'm not sure what what is the what is the advantage on a if a, on a phone that you can fold. You can put it in your pocket. It's kind of like easily. a flip phone, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that that miss those days. Hell, I just want my phone to be able to send and receive texts. Half the texts that I'm supposedly yeah. received don't come through. That's your excuse, right? When you don't text me back, it's just because I just didn't get it, right? My phone failed me. Is that what? No, it is, my Pat? excuse is I'm just not. I don't care. What, I don't care what you have to say. Very well. <laughs> no, but literally, I, I, my just phone sucks. I don't care. I don't want to hear from you. But if it could fold up, that'd be that'd be cool. Would I'd it? Like that? Yeah. Would it be cool? Oh, it'd fit in my is, pocket better. Yeah. I don't really care. Look, look at it. Look at this thing. This thing is a behemoth. It is. And, and I like that because you can watch football on it. But if you fold it in half, it's going to be twice as thick. I don't like that. Oh, I didn't think of Bulky that. Bulky things in my See, pocket. See, I'm not a thinker. I'm the uh, lawn dark kid. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. My bad. Yeah, you get hit with a couple of lawn darts in the, ha- in the skull, and suddenly <laughs> you can't noodle out why a foldable phone <laughs> isn't a good idea. <laughs> you got me. Sure did. No, but that does sound kind of cool, though. I kind of do want to see that. Sort of. But what other traits does it have? It's kind of interesting because the only new innovations lately have been what? The the security devices. So instead of a fingerprint, now you got a facial recognition thing. Woo. Wow. And then they update the phone all the time. Or not the phone, but they, they update the camera on the phone all the time. <laughs> this This laptop right here has facial recognition, and I set it up when they gave it to me a couple of months ago, and I was wearing a hat at the time. Mm. So if I don't have a hat on when <laughs> I sit down on this damn computer, really? then I have to just type <laughs> it in the password. <laughs> or like, what the hell's my hat? Oh, I have a hat today somewhere! <laughs> or That's else funny. I just don't get in. Yeah. Modern technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, another corporation has expressed regret for inserting itself into political conflict earlier this week keurig apologized for taking sides <laughs> when fox news host sean hannity told his viewers not to rush to judgment about alabama senate candidate roy moore how dare he do that so keurig pulled their ads then they got a ration of backlash on that and said okay no 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 we're, we're back on this time, Papa John's apologized to customers via Twitter for being divisive with its comments about the NFL. Papa John's issued the apology in a three-tweet statement. The statements made on our earnings call were describing the factors that impact our business, and we sincerely apologize to anyone that thought they were divisive. That was not our intention. This is so ridiculous. <laughs> We believe in the right to protest inequality and support the players' movements to create a new platform for change. Okay. Really? (laughs) Here's what happened. You don't have any giblets at all to just defend your position that 
It's not about your equality. It's about playing football. And we don't want to hear about your nonsense right now during the football game. Can we just get get away from it during the game? Wow. We also believe together as Americans, we should honor our anthem. There is a way to do both. And that's eat more pizza. I mean, that's implied here, I think. (laughs) We will work with the players and league to find a positive way forward. Open to ideas from all except neo-Nazis. Middle finger to those guys. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. I've just lost all respect for uh, John What's-His-Face, who is the owner of Papa John's. Um, They blame John Schnatter. Blamed the NFL for the company's declining sales. Singled out Roger Goodell for how he's handled all this. Their initial statement from Snatter was, The NFL leadership has hurt Papa John's shareholders. The NFL has been a long and valued partner over the years. But we're certainly disappointed that the NFL and its leadership did not resolve the ongoing situation to the satisfaction of all parties long ago. This should have been nipped in the bud a year and a half ago. And they're right. There's no reason to apologize for that. And yet, they did. Because that's divisive. Don't worry about the players' divisiveness for kneeling during the anthem. I can't take it. Numerous fans have claimed to be boycotting the NFL broadcast due to the players' protest. Papa John's is a primary advertiser with the NFL. So Schnatter was drawing a direct line from the player protest to his struggling business. Other companies like Domino's and Pizza Hut said the NFL protests weren't harming their business. Well, good for you. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm just tired of the madness and the fact that nobody can defend their values. Nobody can defend their viewpoints. Yeah, but take how many people didn't get to see Zay Jones levitate until Pat unleashed? Oh yeah. So I mean, kind Very of benefit. True. If, you, if you're boycotting the NFL, Come at here. least look at Zay Jones levitate because NFL that's, highlights on the Pat Gray. Yeah. Unleashed. Yeah, it's really kind of cool. <laughs> All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray unleashed coming up. You're listening to Pat Gray unleashed. Follow Pat on Twitter at Pat Unleashed and send him your thoughts using the hashtag Tell Pat. The Blaze Radio Network. Radio Network. Traffic and weather together every three minutes on the twos. Be listening for it in another three minutes uh, when it comes up on the twos. Huh. Okay. Cool. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. This is interesting because uh, Donald Trump keeps talking about Pocahontas being Elizabeth Warren. He's actually making fun of Elizabeth Warren and her nonsensical claim that she is of Native American heritage. But people are trying to make it a racist issue. So they tracked down a descendant of Pocahontas. <laughs> Stop. And she, Debbie White Dove Perico. Yeah, you might think a descendant of Pocahontas would, would be hmm. named White Dove. Because of the Perico? 
So, yeah, uh, Debbie White Dove Perico, a direct descendant of Pocahontas, says that President Donald Trump's usage of the term isn't offensive. Huh. Wow. And that Pocahontas would be very proud of Trump. <laughs> She's obviously a supporter. <laughs> would Pocahontas be offended by President Trump's use of, the, of her name to insult Massachusetts Senator uh, Elizabeth Warren? No, not according to uh, Debbie White Dove. She says, I, I know that he uses Pocahontas sometimes with Elizabeth Warren. Well, does that offend you when I use that? And I told him, oh, because he talked to her. And I told him, no, it doesn't offend me. If Pocahontas were alive today, she'd be very proud of you. Mm. She added, <laughs> just like Pocahontas was a heroine, Donald Trump is going to be our hero. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, yeah, a definite supporter, I would say. Uh Conservative activists first labeled Warren Focahontas, F-A-U-X, like you're a foe, like a fraud, during her 2012 Senate campaign in Massachusetts because it revealed that Warren had once used her alleged Native American ancestry to identify as a minority to improve her job prospects, and there was no evidence that she had any Native American blood in her. She's never proven it. She's never tried to prove it. She's only said, well, I was told I was. Well, I was told by my family I'm a gerbil. I, I, I didn't believe that. Well, you were? Yeah, I was. I, I guess I came from uh, gerbil lineage. Like stock? But they've never proved it. They just talked about it all the time. And, but you said you didn't believe it. Why <laughs> but didn't I don't you believe, believe it. Why not? I just didn't want to. But it's a family lore. I don't, I don't like gerbils. <laughs> uh, so. Self, self-loathing gerbil man over here. <laughs> and, Ugh, so <laughs> ridiculous. All of this stuff is just so ridiculous. Now, Felix Debs, who's 30, and he's protesting President Trump's proposed ban of transgender people serving in the military. A federal judge this week just ruled that the government has to allow transgender people to enlist in the military beginning January 1st. <laughs> I just, that's un- incredible. The order came after the government asked Washington, D.C. District Court Judge Colleen Collar Cotelli if it could push back the January 1st enlistment date. And the answer was no. Uh, Kodar Kelly issued a preliminary injunction that blocked the Trump administration's plans to exclude transgender people from the military. She said the government had offered no solid evidence that showed why the ban was necessary. This is an important clarification because it means the military can't do an end run around the judge's decision. According to Jennifer Levy of the GLBTQ Legal Advocates and Defenders, or GLAD. Now, see, that is all passe. That's thank you. Those are not that's not the correct acronym. Wow. GLAD is a bunch of haters. Haters. I mean, what hate mongers? How non-inclusive of them. Can you believe all the people that they're excluding by just going for glad? Right. The letters, okay. if, if you're not up to date, yeah. we found out yesterday from the <laughs> Canadian Elementary Teachers Federation. Okay. The letters are now okay. I Q Q A A P P, Or you could say... 
L double G B D triple T I double Q double A double P. No, that cheapens it, man. Come on. It does. You're right. So let's let's You're do right. the full I apologize. Okay. I withdraw that. Thank you. So the Canadian Elementary Teachers Federation is teaching how all of their teachers how they can be inclusive in the classroom, and this is how by reaching out to all of these different groups. Now it seems like there's some. Uh, crossover between them? There's some overlap? Overlap, yes. Overlap is the word I'm looking for. Now, the first letter, L, stands for lesbian. Everybody knows what that sure. is. G is for gay, and I, I don't think we need to explain that. Okay. G is for, the other G, is for genderqueer. Now, that's a little bit new, um, and it's not an insult. It denotes or relates to a person who doesn't subscribe to conventional gender distinctions but identifies with neither or both or a combination of male and female genders uh, got it well actually i don't got it is there a c in there because i know c is for cookie but i don't know that there is one so it's definitely not completely inclusive i'd like to point out wow bisexual okay the b stands for bisexual okay. which we know now demisexual is a new term mm. Um, and if we're to get out the genderqueer dictionary, it says that a demi- demisexual person yeah. is a person who does not experience sexual attraction unless they form a strong emotional connection with somebody. Now, I call that love. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, uh, uh, love. Four letter L-O-V-E. word. L O V E. Love. <laughs> you have an emotional connection with somebody, and so you share that. Intimacy I'm together. Sorry. I, yeah. I, I was that's, born after. 19. Yeah, that's that's dumb. You got you got to do demisexual. Okay. The first T in our triple T in our trio of T's okay. is transgender. Now you know what that is. I you're, think I do. you're transitioning from okay. one gender to another. Okay. Transsexual is you've successfully made that and you've had surgery. Oh, okay, very well. And then and then the third T in that in that line is two spirit, which means that no. you have both a male spirit and a female spirit okay. residing inside your body. That's bisexual. No, it's just a spirit. This isn't had nothing to do with sex. Then there's intersex, which means <clears throat> that it used to be called hermaphrodite, but apparently that's it's not sensitive. So intersex is what you're called now. So you have both male and female parts. Queer, uh-huh. the first Q, Wait. means that uh, it's kind of an umbrella term designed to describe all people who aren't normies, as they're called. Okay. Then there's questioning, which is unusual because what are you doing questioning when you were born this way? Okay, Stop your questioning and just figure it out. That's a fair point. You, I thought you were born one of these terms. Huh. What do you mean you, you're questioning? You're not allowed to question. How are you trying to decide? It's not a decision anyone wants to make. It's just the way they are. Oof. Then we get to the first A of okay. the two, a. which is asexual, and that's people who have no interest in sex okay. whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, we also have... Now, actually, that's where I think Michael Jackson fits in. Mm. Oh! oh! Which kind of freak would call me asexual? I love the twelve-year-old boy children. <laughs> so there are people who thought, yeah, he, he, he enjoyed twelve-year-old boy children. Yeah, so that wouldn't qualify for asexual. <clears throat> no, <clears throat> allies. The other A is for allies, and these are people who support. They don't belong in this list. I'm gay, sorry. queer, or questioning, or whatever. That, there's an interloper on this list. I'll tell you. It does seem to be kind Ally. of weird because 
that you could be a heterosexual person, right? Yeah. Or heteronormative and be an ally. <laughs> and I don't think you belong with the rest of these wonderful people. Pansexual okay. is you have sex with all people, I guess. Oh. Uh, whoever comes across your path, you're, you're going to have sex with them. <laughs> if it's breathing. <laughs> so Jeffy's... A, okay. Uh, go ahead. Continue. I'm sorry I interrupted you. My okay. Bad. And then the last P is for polyamorous. Oh. And uh, I guess you love multiple people, which I thought yeah. was really terrible because polygamy is... It's the only thing that's not acceptable to to them. But there's an E that we pointed out yesterday on the Oh, Twitter. somebody said E for... Ex- was it excluded? I don't what, know. It needs to be ecosexual. Because that is a thing you guys did back on Pat and Stew, remember? Where like you're out there with making it with like trees and stuff. And oh, ecosexual. ecosexual. Yes, that's that's right. So this is not inclusive at all. That's true. I'm angry for consider me an ally for <laughs> for for ecos- the ecosexual. I'm not an ecosexual. I'm an ally for them because they're excluded. By every other letter in the alphabet. You are an A you know for the E's. Hold on. Somebody else. That's really beautiful. Hold on. Hold on. Keith, Somebody. I appreciate it. I think everybody appreciates it. Somebody else it. made this point on Twitter yesterday, and this is a great point. And I didn't know this would come back up, but you know what? We're going to fix this right now. Here's your new definition. Mm. Okay. It's called A through, a through Z, Z. And then we're just, we're done. Yeah. Okay. Just use all 26 letters. It's, uh, they're up to 15 already, so why not? <laughs> right. And this is so. This is great because this is what's being taught to the teachers of Canada, so that they can go back to their elementary classes and teach this to elementary students. This is why, because this is coming to our our beautiful country as well. Obviously, you got to get your kids out of public school. <laughs> Just if you can, you really should. I firmly believe that. All right, let me tell you about the Nazarene Fund that has freed their 100th sex slave. This is phenomenal. On November 18th, um, the director of operations of the Nazarene Fund informed us that we had just rescued our 100th captive. Three Yazidi sisters, Holya, Malk, and Rahi. They're 14, they're 8, and 3 had been brought out of Syria and back to the remnants of their family in Iraq uh, by one of our rescue partner organizations. That's just amazing. And we're trying to rescue many, many, many more um, sex slaves and Christians in the Middle East. So if you'd, if you'd like to help, it's such a, such a great cause uh, and a really powerful experience. Your donation literally saves people's lives here. So go to the NazareneFund.org and contribute what you can. 888-933-93. More Pat Gray Unleashed on the way. is here. 
And thank you for being here as well. 888-900-3393. This is an amazing story, too. Um, The Archdiocese of Washington has just filed a federal lawsuit because the D.C. uh, Metropolitan Area Transit Authority rejected their Christmas ad. It just wanted to buy, you know, the the bus sides, the advertising in in trains where you look up and you you see an ad um, in uh, on the subway cars, and this one depicted it- shepherds and sheep under a starry night sky. That's oh. it. Oh. That's it. it. There was hashtag perfect gift, oh. and the words find the perfect gift. I knew before you said this how offensive this was going to be. Man, I didn't know it was going to be that over the top. Good grief. <laughs> so I showed shepherds in a field with stars yes. and whatnot. Come right. on. Yes. And then it Oof. said, find the perfect gift. What? No. Yeah. Right. Stop. Right. And uh, they, and I know. DC stood up to this, huh? Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. You imagine how many people would have been offended yeah. so, by this? And what's the website How they were promoting? Findtheperfectgift.org. Findtheperfectgift.org. Well, looky here. I typed that into my www. What came up? Can I say Can I say that word on the air? We just wow. think about this, please, because this is, it could have repercussions. Uh-huh. Can I say it? Go ahead. The perfect gift is apparently... It's Jesus. Wow. Jesus is the perfect gift. I mean, so... <laughs> It was the reason they rejected the ad at the at the Metro Metro Transit Authority was that it quote depicts a religious scene and thus seeks to promote religion. Well, of course, it's from the a religious group advertising for people to check out their website. It's from a diocese. Of course, it's a religious scene. What are you talking about? It it's a religious scene that seeks to promote religion. <gasps> and oh. and mm. careful. <laughs> you know, again, well, you can't a government agency can't accept an ad that promotes a religion. Look it up in the Constitution. Yeah, I wish they would, quite honestly. <laughs> Because they'd find no problem in the Constitution with doing that. (laughs) Here's what the Constitution does prohibit. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Okay, this ad doesn't either. It doesn't make a law and it doesn't establish a religion. It invites you to look into one. That's (laughs) what it does. And there, it doesn't say anything in the Constitution about inviting or, for that matter, promoting. You can promote religion. Mm, I'm sure constitutionally. That the same will be done for um, the Come Celebrate Ramadan with us ad. Hmm? Oh, you know that's the case. Totally. Ban I, that. I, I just, I, I'm, so, I'm so tired of this mistaken belief that uh, anything that has anything to do with government cannot associate in any way with any sort of religiosity or religious organization. And that's just, there's, it's not, that's not accurate. Our ad was designed to be placed on Metro bus exteriors to reach the broadest audience and to invite everyone 
to experience the well-accepted joyful spirit of the season or to share their many blessings with others less fortunate through service opportunities, according to Susan Timoni, secretary for this archdiocese. Awful people. The archdiocese wishes to encourage our society to help feed, clothe, and care for the most vulnerable. How, How dare you? Right. How dare you? Oh. <laughs> and they wanted to promote that they do that? Not only, not only should they have had their commercial banned, right. they should be put in jail. They should be put in prison, these people. Careful what you wish for. I know. It's really true. <laughs> Spokesperson uh, at the Met told them that they have a policy banning ads with religious themes. Yeah. In 2015, WMATA, that's the Washington mass transit thing, uh, changed their advertising policy to prohibit issue-oriented advertising, including, they say, political, religious, and advocacy advertising. The ad in question was declined because it it was prohibited by by their guidelines. Okay, well, I mean, so they're not hiding behind the Constitution, fortunately. But uh, the spokesman said, to borrow from a favorite Christmas story, under the guidelines, if the ads are about packages, boxes, or bags, if Christmas comes from a store, then it can be approved. But if Christmas means a little bit more, then WMATA plays Grinch. That's pretty creative. That's more creative than you usually find, I think, in, in like bishops at archdiocese. <laughs> That's kind of fun. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. It's Pat Gray. Um, just trying to check to see if there's anything we've missed uh, that we should. Wait, it's a different hour. Maybe I should check and see if there's any sexual harassment claims out there. Oh we my gosh, you know that case. Oh, let's take a look at the uh, the Gateway Pundit uh, writer who was at a college, there for a speech. He runs into all kinds of protesters. One of them stole his phone and and then turned around and took off, and he went after her. And, you know, unfortunately, it was a woman, so this looks, this looks bad. Um, but here's what happened. We've, we've got video of, of the incident. Standing there yelling at each other. Now he's taking off after her. He grabs her bag. Oh, wow. And then there's a melee. And you kind of can't tell what happened there, really, can you? He grabs her book bag. <laughs> he grabs the book bag. Pulls her backwards down to the floor. She, oh, she actually fell to the floor. That's what it looked like there in that, from this vantage point. And this took place at UConn, mm-hmm. University of Connecticut. Um, so there was a ton of people there. They were almost at capacity. And then, you know, you have all these protesters there. He says she took his phone, which you're entitled to go after her and try to get back, Right. But they, they're saying it's pretty clear that he assaulted her, but it's also clear that she stole something from him. He could have solved this without lunging at her, especially with so much security around. Yeah. Uh, but that's, that's the way it went down. What are you going to do? I, you know, it's just it's too bad that these kids at these colleges are so sensitive that they can't hear anybody else's point of view. They, they are not... Uh, capable of listening to a different viewpoint. 
because I guess they've been allowed not to hear different viewpoints their whole lives, and they want that to continue. <laughs> and it's not going to for them. Also, Black Lives Matter is organizing Black Christmas. What, what is Black Christmas? Well, that's when black people only frequent black businesses. I, don't, I wouldn't even know right. what business <laughs> okay. is run uh, operated by black people and what business is from white people. I don't know. Do you have any idea? No. There is no reason for me to know because I don't care. If you have a product that I'm looking for and it's for sale and it's at a reasonable price, I'm going to go in and buy it. I don't care if you're a black-owned business or a white-owned business, but they're trying to make that distinction. Dr. Melina Abdullah, who is a, a professor at Cal State University, she's calling for black shoppers to only spend their money at black-owned businesses. And the point is to divest from white corporations and white capitalism. Okay. How is that not racist? How is that okay? Uh, the movement is called Black Christmas... And it aims to end white business. Oh, that's catchy. It's Black <laughs> that's, Christmas. That's just unbelievable. For Again, how do you even know? Do you have a list of businesses and their owners and the racial makeup of the owners? <laughs> Bless you. That's kind of you. Sounds like you're... Uh, got another one going. Got an allergy going or... A little cold in here because you, uh, you, you keep it at... About 38 degrees. I, I like it chilly. Uh, are you judging me for that? Hey, look, my other uh, sneeze <clears throat> decided to, it, it didn't want any part of this. It got, you scared it away by, by talking about it. You called it out. <laughs> so this is kind of interesting because, you know, Black Lives Matter is supposedly it was founded because uh, police are shooting all kinds of black people on purpose. Isn't, isn't that the point? And sure. what, disproportionately what is the point? I don't even know. killing blacks over whites. Okay. And it's morphed into kind of something else. <laughs> I mean, the leadership of the Black Lives Matter is they're anti-white people. They, they don't like white people. They don't like capitalism. And uh, Ms. Abdullah said, we say white capitalism because it's important that we all understand that the economic system and the racial structures are connected. We have to not only disrupt the systems of policing that literally kill our people, but we also have to disrupt the white supremacist, capitalistic, patriarchal, heteronormative system that is really the root cause of these police killings. So they're trying to tie in your sexual preference into police killings as well. This is absurd. And every time you call out Black Lives Matter, they yell and scream that, oh, they, they're just trying to save black lives. No, no, they're not. They're trying to overturn our system of government and our economic system. Look at what's in, their, in the charter of the group, and it shows you there. They're anti-capitalist. They're anti-American. They want to start their own state. They uh, they have a problem with heterosexuals for some reason. Uh, it's really... Uh, but they've got the Black Christmas. And now, now they're talking Black Christmas. Wow. 
Black Lives Matter and other organizations build a strong critique and understanding of racism and white supremacy and sexism and homophobia, transphobia. But we have to, we have to have as much hatred or vitriol against capitalism until we start to see capitalism is just as nefarious as white supremacy. We will always be struggling. Well, if you had to, I mean, if you had any doubt what Black Lives Matter is all about, you shouldn't anymore because they're spelling it out for us. They're a socialist organization. They're a communist organization. They're also a racist organization. Although they and their supporters would tell you it's not even possible for black people to be racist. Wow. Uh, But I love it when they show who they are because there's no denying that now. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Returns on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-933-93. Here's how inclusive we are now, which I, I think you're going to appreciate and, <laughs> and really enjoy and love. Um, the Pentagon is deciding now they're going to pay for surgery for transgender soldiers. <laughs> so if you're in the military and you decide that you're a man who really... Uh, is a woman inside, they'll pay for the surgery to fix that for you. So wait a minute. Isn't that wonderful? What letter is that again? Isn't that wonderful? That's transgender. Why isn't it two-spirit? Well, I mean, it could be both. Again, they overlap a little bit sometimes. That could be both. I want to be right. But an active duty service member underwent gender transition surgery yesterday in the first... Procedure approved under a waiver allowing the Pentagon to pay for the operation. I'm sorry, who's paying for that operation? Uh, This says the Pentagon is, but what is the source of income for the Pentagon? I don't even know. Oh, that's right. Us! Oh, okay. It's not like the Pentagon has a gift shop. (laughs) Uh, They actually might in their building, but that's not what's paying for this. (laughs) Jeez. Gosh. The patient is an infantry soldier who identifies as a woman. Mm-hmm. Okay. She got her combat infantry badge in Operation Anaconda in Afghanistan in 03. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Vice Admiral uh, Raquel Bono, head of the Defense Health Agency, which provides medical care to active duty, duty personnel, uh, approved the waiver request for the surgery. That's wonderful. We are so inclusive. Uh, in you know, whether you like it or not, you get to pay for our inclusiveness. <laughs> because this service member had already begun a sex reassignment course of treatment and the treating doctor deemed this surgery, surgery medically necessary. How could it be medically necessary? How? I, therefore, it was conducted in a private hospital and we had the honor of paying for it. Yep. <sighs> So in you know you might remember President Trump 
signed a memo that halted transgenders in the military, and then that was overturned by a judge, as we told you a few minutes ago. And now it's it's so inclusive that we also are allowed, or I'm sorry, forced into paying for surgeries for the problem. Wow, that is that's really something else. What did you say the breaking news was on uh, American Airlines? Oh yeah, so uh, a scheduling glitch that allowed American Airlines pilots to take vacation at the same time has left thousands of flights during the busy holiday travel period next month without pilots assigned to them. Uh, That's probably not good. Happy travels, everybody. It's going to be fun at the airports. (laughs) So they had some sort of computer glitch, and now pilots have not been assigned to fly people places? Well, what they've done is they've allowed um, so many pilots to take off vacation at the same time all of these flights now exist on the schedule. People have already bought their tickets, but they don't have pilots assigned to them. Boy, the union's going to love this. Uh, let's see. The scheduling pro- problem has left flights from, uh, oh boy, New York, Miami, DFW, Chicago, and LaGuardia without pilots. Mm. Um, let's see what the union is saying about this. I'm trying to find like a spokesperson if they're going to be cool or... Probably not. They're a union. Uh, but anyhow, um, so yeah, so so we'll see what happens. I don't know if they're going to have to rearrange. I don't see like a solution mentioned in this uh, breaking story just yet. Just amazing. Wow. Wow. Well, that could cause some problems because there's, as you know, a lot of air travel during the holidays. And uh, if you don't have pilots to fly the planes... It's going to be tough to get anywhere. Oh, so it looks like the solution is going to be to pay um, 150% of your hourly rate um, to pilots to maybe entice them to not oh, okay. take a vacation. Of it. It's wow. going to be fun. Wow. <laughs> oh. <sighs> uh, also, the Matt Lauer situation, uh, supposedly the worst is yet to come. The allegations so far uh, apparently are just the tip of the iceberg. It's, so, I guess when you're firing the guy who is your your lead person on the network, who is kind of the face of your network, and is making almost thirty million dollars a year, it has to be a pretty solid case against him to fire him that quickly without saying, "Well, okay, we're looking into this. We've suspended him for a while." They didn't do any of that. They just said we're firing him, and they did. So I don't. Wow, it's going to be interesting to see what comes out about Matt Lauer. But again, I guess there's been rumors about his behavior for quite a while, and it's apparently well known in some circles that Matt Lauer's kind of a dog. But there's a difference between cheating on your wife, which he is alleged to do, and sexual harassment, right? Those are not necessarily the same things because cheating on your wife is probably a consensual arrangement, whereas these other things uh, aren't. 888 And by the way, speaking of all of this uh, correctness and these sexism issues and the inclusiveness that we're, we're trying to achieve, women, it's, it's, been, it's been discovered, women are twice as likely to have asthma as men because testosterone protects against asthma. <laughs> so... The sexism goes right to our DNA. The sexism is even included in the diseases we get. Asthma 
is a sexist disease. Huh. Almost one in ten British women women suffer from asthma, um, but uh, not so with the men, wow. according to this study. I mean, what's next? What's next? Next thing you're going to know is only women are going to get cervical cancer. See? So. Or only women are going to have babies. I mean, I, I don't know how deep this uh, whole sexist thing is going to go, but it's, it's pretty darn deep. And two American tourists have been fined in Thailand for taking a butt selfie at their temple. Uh, some people are so stupid. You're in somebody else's country. You're in an area that they consider sacred. And you're pulling down your pants and posing for a butt selfie in front of a Buddhist temple. Probably not a good idea. And at 38 years old and 36, which is how old these travelers were, you should probably know better. They were each fined $5,000. Oh, 5000 baht, B-A-H-T. Which is one hundred and fifty four dollars? Yeah, but how many Bitcoin is that? I mean, uh, not very much, yeah. like point zero zero one percent of a Bitcoin. Right. Uh, but they were fined for burying their buttocks for a picture taken last week at Bangkok's Wat Arun or Temple of the Dawn. The two American citizens have admitted taking the picture. While Thailand has a reputation for racy nightlife, they don't really like it. When you're taking butt photos in front of their temple. Why not? <laughs> I, I wouldn't like that either. I, yeah, actually. Jeffy might be liking that. Uh, yes. Jeffy has no problem with butt selfies. Anywhere. Uh, and all of this stuff is getting so bad that even the New York Times, as we mentioned on, uh, on the Glenn Show that uh, Stu and I filled in for uh, earlier today, even the New York Times is saying, hey, maybe there should be limits to believing all women every time they make a claim. Trying to remind us that this is still America and maybe you should be presumed innocent until proven guilty and not fired just from an accusation. Because here's a surprising revelation. Women can lie. Women could have an agenda and they could be trying to get back at a man and they could potentially not tell the truth and even the new york times is pointing that out right now that's that's how bad this has gotten which i i I think you can realize is pretty darn bad triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three uh pat gray unleashed tomorrow we'll tell you about uh, the federal reserve concerning Considering now their own digital currency in in light of how well Bitcoin is doing. Anytime the Federal Reserve gets into anything, you know it's going to be successful. So we'll see you tomorrow here on The Blaze. Pat Gray Unleashed on The Blaze Radio Network.